Disclaimer, the following Boundless Pub Trap episode contains strong opinions that some listeners may and will find offensive. If you cannot accept or respect others with a differing opinion from yours, then fuck off. Rolling sound! Y'all ain't playing no fucking these chickens, are you? Picture it. Sicily, 1920. Fucking funny. Streaming from the Midwest, right in the middle of the U.S. From Omaha, Nebraska, you're listening to the Boundless Pod Trap, your entertainment podcast where we touch on all topics, from the crazy and absurd to the sacred and profane, and even the useless and unnecessary. The Boundless Pod Trap knows no bounds. And now, here are your hosts. It's 707. Do you know where your children are? I do. Do you? According to the clock, it says LOL. In the window. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. It backwards. Welcome to 2020. Two. Part two. <laughs> the electric boogaloo. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Boundless Pod Trap. I am Lonnie Slaughterbottom. With me, as always, is Manscaped Justin Milani. And Jeremy, you're, you know, you're looking quite Sasquatch now. Thank you. The beard is pretty bushy right now. It is now. getting bushy, yeah. Jeremy, I feel like that beard would put you on a list or something. Jeremy Bushmaster yeah. Lubash. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. Bushmaster <laughs> I'll Lubash. Ta- I'll take that. Oh, and, man. You know, I, I was laughing during the intro there because I something that happened the other day, and I was laughing when it happened. So our, ent- happened? our intro song, I was on Pornhub. True story. I was on Pornhub. Shocker. Doing homework? Yeah, I was doing homework. All right. And the intro to one of the the videos, and I should have wrote it down, was our our intro <laughs> song. And I'm just like, well, their their intro is a little bit more uh, catchy. We've made it. We we definitely did. So <clears throat> yeah, that was. I thought that was funny. I should have sent the link to you guys, but so I, I could only do so much one handed. I go to Pornhub quite often to read the comments. I do that too. Uh, I know that's uh, that's such a I read Playboy for the articles thing, but no, legitimately, there's some amazing. Pornhub comments out there. There's so many undercover comedians yes. who lurk in Pornhub. And very and, intelligent people there too. They're like, right. who's that person in one minute and twelve seconds? <laughs> there's, there's name within one twenty four face. They're either intelligent or they're really dumb and pervy. There's no middle. I ground. think you know a post ejaculatory refraction period. <sighs> I think unlocks something in your brain. Do you go to like? All levels. You ascend, I think, in intelligence. Like, Mm. that's where a lot of that comes from. You're like, dumb thinker. (laughs) Once you have a clear mind, you're like, oh, none of that mess uh, bothers me. It's more distractions. I I actually had a conversation with a buddy uh, not too long ago, and not one of you guys, obviously. You (laughs) don't have any friends. This guy was talking about going on dates, and he's like, there's those, those girls where it's just like, you see them and you're like, I don't know about this. I don't know. And you set the date up with them and you're still questioning it. And he's just like, so the new thing I do now is he's just like, I rub one out and he's just like, and right away I look at their pictures and my on, cause you're, it's like in that movie, something about Mary, when you, when you, after you, a man ejaculates, those first few moments afterwards are the most honest he is. And he's just like, 
if I masturbate and then look at their picture in my mind's like, nah, he's it's just like, a, I don't go on the date. It's that yeah. post come clarity. That's yeah. pretty yeah, much what it is. That's pretty much like me too, is I'll instantly, like when the date starts, I'll instantly jerk off and then look at their face and see how they <laughs> react. And if they, if they're into it, then I run away instantly because <laughs> I know it's going to be a disaster. Justin always jerks off to his own picture before. It's like that in unemployed. <laughs> I feel like your your picture's on the wall. Right. I'm still right there. with unemployed, the first movie. I'm still sad we never, like, I, I don't know if we forgot about it or we just ran out of time, but during the sex toy webcam scene, because uh, your picture's on right. the wall. I was supposed to blow we were, a kiss at myself. We, we were, well, that and we were going to have, like, Paul's character. Like Paul, look up the character to it. Paul like look at me like oh don't look at me Justin <laughs> <laughs> yeah. cover his eyes but we never got that you know where else has amazing comments which I strolled onto the other day is if you go into super high ticket items on Amazon when you're looking at like 30 40 50k Rolex watches like there's some smart asses on there going this is my gardening watch <laughs> well I, I, Very I, good timepiece. If, if you go on the Chrono, you, the, the best comments on YouTube are if you watch those Dateline to Catch a Predator. <laughs> and there was like a new season a few years ago, and they only had like five episodes of it, five or six. And there's one where the decoy that's supposed to be playing a 12 year old boy <laughs> has like a beard, a five o'clock <laughs> shadow, has a deep voice. And the actor in it, he's just like, because the decoy, whatever the, the guy says, the predator, the decoy is just like, to come inside, I'll bake like, your cookie. He's like, I just live here, just me, my mommy, and my daddy. <laughs> it's just like the comments on that one. Fucking use this as a blocker to get to the next room. <laughs> they're the best comments ever. It's just like, oh man, I, I, every when I'm feeling down, sometimes I go and read those comments. <laughs> I remember reading one that former guest, me and Dave DeMarco, found at the comic shop. It was like, Oh my God, this smoke detector was perfect. It, it found a, the CO2 leak. It got me and my family out before we even knew what was going on. If it wasn't for that, we all would have died. Blah, 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 blah. I can't thank this company enough. I, I just don't. I, they, I owe them my life. Four stars. <laughs> what the fuck? How could we have got the fifth one? Uh, you guys can always go further. There was a... It probably came up in the news a few times, but like the lifesavers on Amazon reviews where it's like, you know, after eating these, I, I spent like a week on the toilet and massive whatever. I don't know, uh, or it, it's just, ah, I'm trying to find an example here. I but say this should be a segment or we should read comments right. on something. We're going to put out a product and we want like the seven people who listen to this podcast. We want you to write reviews on products we release. We gain six more listeners. <laughs> Stacy, get on it. We yeah. want to hit 10 by 2020. We lost a <laughs> She doesn't even listen to this anymore. Damn it! <laughs> she doesn't have time. I feel like she doesn't love you anymore. Probably don't love not. Me anymore. She, she, she doesn't support you and your endeavors. This is a new year, 2022. Offended like, by you. And our first thing that we talked about was Pornhub and masturbating. And <laughs> I think we are, we're, we're She evolving. probably starts the episodes and it's like, oh, it's just a dick of fart or shit joke. It's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're evolving as performers. I really nice. do. I think 2022 is going to be our year. New For what? I don't. I think we're going to break through this year. I think it's going to be our year. Uh, What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. You th our, this is going to be. If we a, didn't uh, get if we didn't get canceled in 2021, fucking, we made it. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's just not do where we have to guess where we play music. 
will get canceled with all the I'm proud. copyrights. We can, and, we can stop it and well, talk about it. I've been reading up on like a the YouTube copyright, the fair use, and all that. And it's dude, it's, it's fine. It sucks because with and we can mention it now since we know it's going to actually be taking place. But on the next project we're doing. I've been looking because there's four licensed copyrighted songs that I want to use for this movie. And I've been reaching out to record labels and all this stuff. And I mean, some of them are getting back. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos where there's like entertainment lawyers that actually give you free advice. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, it's not that what they say is not good. It's like, yeah, you need to, you get it, need to get a lawyer and you need to get permission and stuff. And I'm like, you would be saying this on a free video because you want the business. So why would you yeah. tell me? But yeah, it's fucking music and copyright infringement and all that stuff just sucks. And certain platforms where they have all these clauses, but I like the end, it's like, you do agree that these clauses can change at any time. So it's like, well, fucking like, how does that cover anything then? Yeah. Well, one of the things, uh, I want to use that Donna Summer Last Dance song. Last Dance. Her her people did get back to me and they basically said, no, I cannot use it because some Broadway musical uses it and they have, and I'm like, so So why, why, what? So only one person can get the thing. But then they're just like, if you want to go to this website and contact this person, then you're going to have to call this person. I'm like, oh my God. Like which musical is it? The dream girls one. I don't know. Who knows? They didn't say, but they were super nice about it. Like I was surprised, but I've contacted for four songs. I've contacted all the places and three of the places have gotten back to me. And it's just, it's a pain. Now I know bitch. Now I understand why like big time movie productions have a crack team of people whose job is specifically to, Oh, we want to use this song. We're going to do all the work to have it. Cause I mean, just that alone. I mean, I feel like I've put in like, fucking 80 hour work week just to try to do that. And I haven't even got firm answers yet. So that's the thing that sucks about when you try to do things the proper way, when there's a lot of filmmakers that won't, they'll just steal the shit, spit on it and put it in. Uh, yes. That. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong one. Never made that noise before. Bonus point. There yes. it is. There it is. <laughs> I'm a little off. It's been it's been a while. Yeah. My fingers are still on time. I know. We know you're off because you let that play all the way through. Yeah. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Wow. That's that's your New Year's resolution. <laughs> doing I'm doing bites. a lot. Let the sound bite. Uh speaking of resolutions, you make any last year that you stuck to going into this year? Uh no. You've already, <laughs> nope, already broke them. You've already fucked up. Uh, well, I already told you guys I don't do that stuff. One day in. I know, but. sticks to it. The only thing I'm doing, and it, what's not a resolution, is like from Thanksgiving to Christmas, my diet and stuff kind of went out the window because it's like, eh, there's too much good food this yeah. time of year and treats. So, I mean, I packed on a little bit of my pooch belly back, but it's not going to take Do you try so hard? It doesn't even matter? You got so far and. Get the fudge out. Fudge. <laughs> No, you want to watch me go? Like with it being winter outside too, I can't really go on my walks like I was doing. And usually, when I was got into working out and exercising, it would start by going for. How do you do your walks? I feel like you walk around your block like a musketeer. Like, (laughs) I don't. I don't don't power walk, and I don't like swing my arms or carry. Like I carry my water bottle with me, but I just walk and. Each street in my neighborhood, it's weird. They have different inclines. Do you and, do like the and, prancer size? Or you do like skipping like a horse? Yeah, prancer size. He goes around yes. with his, his yeah. skip it. 
Oh, yeah. You remember those things? Skip it. We'll, we'll talk about those. That's one of our topics tonight is. is toys we wanted as children that we never got. I wanted to do a skit with Skip It. I'm pretty sure you can imagine what I wanted to do with and it. You decided, <laughs> you decided to skip that. Skip, uh, skip that segment. Skip it. <laughs> uh, if you uh, thanks to uh the joy of podcast which is basically radio you couldn't see what justin did which totally takes away the joy of it oh, while we're laughing God. but what you can imagine is a bald man twirling his head around rapidly in a circular uh, motion in a circular so motion watching a skip it so if you've ever if you were ever a curious child or man there was a website called dickspin.com. It was kind of like that, if you imagine Justin said, like a penis, which I do often. <laughs> often. Meat spin? Meat spin? Was it meat spin? I think it was meat spin. It was meat spin. Yeah. yeah, thanks, Justin. You're welcome. I got it on my favorites right here, so. <laughs> Totals up to 3,600,000. I like to try to do a responsible masturbate. <laughs> See how many spins it takes me to get me off. So we can, like, because you had mentioned this at the end of the last podcast, podcast, so I have really dry pasta salad in my mouth right now. Ew. So our next big project is going to be a sequel to the 2017 unemployed raunchy comedy we did called unemployed W2. We had a read through a couple of weeks ago. The two 20. I just choked on a carrot. Right 2022. There. Unemployed. Thank you too. All right. All right. Uh, all right. But yeah, so we had to read through. I, I finished up writing it and I got all the main characters back. We did a read through with like about 10 of us yep. and a couple of the characters couldn't make it, but we, we read through it. And Justin, since you're, you're in the movie, what are your thoughts on the script? Uh, the, the script sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dog shit. I think it. this is a really good second parter. I feel like I already talked about this. Oh, no. I feel like this is really good second parter. We have visions for it. I don't see it falling directly because I know there's going to be some fun stuff thought up on the spot. But I think we can match a similar level of what we did the first time around. I don't know if it's going to go too far, but I think a lot of that's going to be hoisted on the shoulders of chance. Well, the thing with this one is like the first one was pretty raunchy. Yeah. This one isn't as raunchy. I think the raunchiest scene is the opening scene, which I changed because... Believe it or not, apparently I went too far. It crossed, yeah. crossed quite a few lines. It like tiptoed on the line and then swan dived over it. <laughs> like if there was like both middle fingers out and was like, fuck you line. If anybody who went to go see this in a premiere, the people who stayed back might need to be <laughs> looked into further. Well, it's here's the thing. About 50% of you guys thought it was too far, the thing that I wrote. And then the other 50% were just like, I thought it was funny. And it was uh, it, it wasn't it was what it was implicating. Yeah. It, nothing was shown. You don't see or anything but the uh, yeah. I will admit when I was writing I'm like I don't know about this but we'll see. And when that was the first thing that was brought up after the 2 hour read I was like yeah, okay, it's gone. <laughs> how did how did he say that? I, I I don't know about the yeah, well, yeah we don't want to say it, but he's just like I don't know how I feel about them eating mm, I'm like oh, okay well uh, you shouldn't have worded it that way <laughs> Lonnie what did you think well, I I liked it I thought it so the first one relied on its raunchiness to be funny where this one you know a lot of the characters and you've been there with a lot of characters so the characters are funny now 
So when they're put in situations that are funny, they're twice as funny. Well, they made it easier to write because yeah, exactly. That, I, yeah. I, the first one I was writing, the first one, like, yeah, I knew Justin was playing the character of Justin. And John, I didn't know that he was going to play the character, but that's who I was envisioning. Right. But I didn't know Eric Green or Joseph Simmons, whatever. He, I, Joseph. I yeah. Uh, like, I didn't know that they were playing the parts and how they were going to play the parts. But after doing the first one and stuff, it's like, okay. This made it so much easier to write it because now I know who's playing the part right. and what they how what they bring to the table. And I just, I don't know. I really, there's very few sequels out there that I think are better than the first movie out there. And I really took everything with the few that I think are the better sequels. And I tried to put that into this one because it's like, I and I think this is a different movie. It's, it is. It's the same, but it's not the same. Right. Like, the script is relatively... From A to B is relatively the same, but it's just sprinkled with a different paint of coat on it. Right. You're definitely going to have to watch the first one yeah. to get yeah. the, the backstory of the characters just so you have an idea going into this one. The story itself is a little reminiscent of the first story only in format, yeah. but the story is so different Well, and, and, and so funny. And that's what makes it great is it's... It's familiar like a warm blanket, but it's different in the fact that that now that warm blanket has so many more tickles in it. It's just it's. Can we use that quote on the cover for this one? (laughs) It's like a warm blanket full of dildos and tickles. (laughs) Like with the first one, I mean, you get like a good taste of what the characters are, but the second one, you can kind of get a little bit more of a taste of what they are with money. With money, can kind of like change things. This is kind of a spoiler of the first one, but uh, at the end of it, I guess it's. You know, you can't take the crayons out of the tool shed. So, well, the first one you're you're kind of laughing at strangers. Put that on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> can't take the crayons out of the. Well, the first one you're kind of laughing at strangers and the the shit they're getting into. The second one, it's, it's more like intimate. You're getting into it with friends. Yeah. You're like, oh, Justin, what'd you just do? Like before, you didn't know who Justin was. It's just this guy was a dancer on webcam, and now it's like your friend who is a dancer on webcam is doing this. <laughs> What I will say is, I mean, we did have to rush a lot with the first one. There's so many things we wish we went back and done or edited oh, yeah. or had like pro- professionals go through. This time around, our production value is going to be higher. Our attention to detail is definitely going to be higher. Like we have more eyes, more people helping out on the pre-end. Yeah. When we get on and scene. like we have some locations uh, that I feel like are going to be. I Ooh. have. I'm supposed to, and I, and I was supposed to do it tonight because I thought we were recording last night. The place that's possibly the church that we're going to be filming at for this one, they got back to me and they said they'd like to talk to me on the phone. And I said, well, I've got a thing going on tonight. I was like, I'll call you Thursday night. And well, here we are Thursday night and I'm not calling them. So I'll have This to is a to- wholesome movie, so we like yeah. to involve sure. the church. Uh, yeah. No, I'm excited with this. I'm super excited. And you know, it's it's a lot easier when you ask people if they want to be a part of it. Everyone knows the first one, and they're like, "Yes, I want to be." A part we were of waiting the for this. I mean, there's pl- obviously plenty of. Uh, <laughs> I just saw Alexander wrote on his his uh, thing. Yes, Alexander agrees for doing a. Some of the people that I guess Jeremy kind of thought was might have been a. I don't know if you want to say a reach, but gave him a little bit of a scare to reach back out to characters in their reaction of like you know. Yes, or you had me at this. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's it like, was, oh my it was gosh. great. And I mean, there's so many people have said like the first one was like their favorite. Or some uh, of the best things or the best thing that they've ever yeah, done. the best thing they worked on, their favorite character they've ever played. 
John said that, and I'm like, well, you're not playing a character, dude. You're yourself. Yeah. You're a compulsive masturbator. Yeah. yeah. And and by the way, I'm 100% on board with Riley Reed. The rest of those names. That's exactly come down. what John said. Yeah. Too. Just. I feel like she knock would do the it. rest of those names off. Riley Reed. It is. Well, it's, she's number two on Pornhub's top. 100 yeah right she'll be cheap to get i yeah she'll so, be cheap to get so obviously from what you're you're getting from this i need a female porn star in this and i did and if any of you are listening who I, sell this, sex this, for this money is the hard thing it's like yeah, there's plenty of girl <laughs> there's plenty of girls out there that look like porn stars that can be in this but the whole purpose of it is like they don't need to just look like a porn star they need to be a porn star that people know and there's very few out there nowadays because, you know, you've got OnlyFans and stuff like that. It makes the porn industry, they said they're hurting from those things because it's just like these girls can make money themselves now and not have to go through all the hoops and whatnot. Like I thought you were hurting for that five-person yeah. anal. I, hurting for that squirting. I did reach out to Brandy Love. She is the first one that I want to to offer that part to because she's beautiful. And she's she's a name and a face. More that seed people know. has been spilled to Brandy Love but, in but, this room than anyone. Yet. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, she her people have not gotten back to me because I think they're probably thrown off with the thing like, hey, we want to use Brandy Love for her name, Brandy Love, and her appearance and stuff. She's going to fake what she normally does for a living. We don't actually want to use her. And a they're probably, simulated sex. They're probably yeah. like, oh, what do we even charge for something like that? But. Yeah, no, when John saw the names up there, Riley, he's like, if you get Riley Reed, I, I don't know his exact words, but it was something along the lines like, I'll love you for the rest of my life. I'm like, you already better love me. I've I've given that guy a lot of cool opportunities. So <laughs> That's a different kind of cool opportunity, too. It, I, yeah, I don't know. It's not worth getting into, but yeah, no. Yeah, we're excited. And the cool thing about that, too, is listen up because there's going to be lots of opportunities for you. Absolutely. For unemployed W-2 as well. Maybe even be able to be a producer on it. Maybe get to be, be on set. Yeah. Have your name in it. There are lots of opportunities for you. So just stay tuned to all the information we have coming out on it. Keep listening to the podcast. Keep looking on the Facebook. Thanks for listening tonight. And we will. So I'm trying to play something here. I volume's not up. Quality work. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. That's, that's got to be an audio bite that you put in there. Anyways. All right. So first topic, Jeremy, why don't you go ahead and lead us off with it? So we just had Christmas. Christmas is gone and past and usually when you think of christmas you think of toys and kids and stuff like that and i mean i always think back to the memories i had when i was a kid and um you know it got me to thinking like there, there's some toys out there that i always wanted and never got and you know it, and it always made me poor wonder, like, judgy it's it's like i always asked for this one thing every year for christmas and never got it and it's just like i know it was a money thing but um i just got me to think i'm like man there are some toys out there that i I really wish that I could have had. So I asked the boys and myself, we prepared some lists of some toys from our childhood, which would have been probably around like the eighties, nineties that we always wanted, but we never got. So we'll kind of go around the room. We'll name one and we'll talk about it. And maybe we can pull up uh, on YouTube, some of the commercials for it. Cause I mean, there, there's one for sure that I, uh, it was a very catchy commercial for it. So, um, 
I guess I will start and then we'll go Justin and we'll go Lonnie. So this is probably top of my list of the one thing that I always wanted and never got. And I don't understand because this was not a, an expensive thing, especially back in the 90s. It was probably like 15 bucks. And my parents were probably like, yeah, damn, 15 bucks. Get out of here. But it was the Dr. Dreadful Food Lab. Do you remember the? So Absolutely. Like the creepy crawlers and. Yeah, you can make like uh, sc- spider gummies yeah. and. Yeah. Is that on your list? Number one on my list was the creepy crawler bug machine. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. It was the the commercial for it made it look so awesome because it's like you could also make like the this thing in the brain that bubbled oh, yeah. over and the drink. Kill and it whatnot. off. And yeah. But there was something like that. Like a lot of those stuff where you can make the food, the edible stuff and then eat it. The stuff I think they were disgusting. Like oh, I thought shit. they were actually kind of good. They had like a weird af- aftertaste. It's because you put garlic in it. <laughs> yeah. Italian toys <laughs> my were palate, different. Like, my well, palate is a little bit different, cleave. you know. Tastes yeah. a little bit of the coffee beans. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> garlic. But then like there was like that Terminator one where you can put the guy in the little thing and push it down. And then like the, it gives him like fake skin and you can peel it off. Eating that was what awful. Fuck, I don't remember that. I think that was cannibalism. I think, <laughs> I your, I think your parents were just feeding you people. <laughs> I don't, I, at this point, You're I don't think... You're the thing, son. Here's Roger. <laughs> I don't think you were supposed to eat it. That was my thing, though. Like, uh, I... What but I it? ate it. Yeah, no, like what Lonnie said, that was... I never got to taste it, but it's just like, even as a kid, I'm like, I bet you that tastes like shit. I can't. <laughs> well, it's candy you're making. <laughs> like, who gives a six-year-old candy ingredients? It's like, go ahead, make something well, edible. I guarantee you it was just sugar. That's all, especially Probably. the drink that you Jealous yeah. and sugar, yeah. yeah. But I just, I always wanted one. And they have, they still, they make a new version of it, which it looks awful because nowadays when they try to recreate something that was awesome in the past it looks like shit but they have on ebay and stuff people are selling the original dr dreadful food lab set and it's like you can't even fucking do anything with that because no, if, if you're like solidified yeah i was gonna say if i if you got it expired. and the stuff was still yeah. good it's like i wouldn't be putting that in my body no. but there's yeah. a silica package in there so it's all good yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Fresh. it's yeah. the only thing you can eat the thing that says do not eat yeah i wouldn't make it all the way i just tear off the 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 open up the wrapper and eat it like a fun dip yeah as long <laughs> as you eat good. as long as you don't eat more than five of the the pellets a day you'll be fine <laughs> those, if they have like a lasting erection the, the, <laughs> the best thing about those fun sticks that you mentioned was the stick itself. Yeah, yeah I thought those were thing. good. I said, fuck, fuck the, the people. Yeah, when people are like, I just want the sugar, I'm like, give me the stick. Yeah, fuck that you. That thing was amazing. When the ice cream truck came down, the fun sticks was the thing that I always got. They were like, why aren't you getting ice cream? Yeah, like, but the thing was, it there's wasn't. There's more. There's like three As to the one. Line. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> actually. I got to fix it. It wasn't an ice cream, man. It was just a guy in a van who's like, you want my fun stick? <laughs> Come on back. Justin's like, yeah, man. Give me the hit. Give me more the, any more cherry in? Give me the stick and I'll give you the gook. <laughs> it's uh, like he just pulled to the next two blocks and I'm right there. Except he's got a little mustache yeah, on. He's a mustache and a wig. <laughs> What's with uh, it that last batch, man? <laughs> I like how we can we just assume that Justin was bald his whole life. <laughs> I had, I had long hair. He did. I seen a picture of him with long hair. It was fucking creepy. I was actually fat then. So, fat. <laughs> All right, Justin, what's on yours? Uh, remember those, those uh, like Saturn looking moon? I forget exactly the pogo ball. Yeah, with the uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah yeah. I was wearing one of those. I had a brother who had one. It was kind of like a well, it's like a pogo stick, but a ball. You don't have the stick part. And I remember watching him in the driveway, like doing like backflips and stuff. And with by the it? time, yeah. Wow. By the time I was old enough to uh, 
try it, I guess. I think they might have already took it off the market because people, kids were breaking their ankles and all kids that. Kids were dying. Yeah. <laughs> kids were in wheelchairs. There's a pogo ball. Yeah, a fatal pogo ball accident. <laughs> well, those things, it was like a hard plastic uh, rim rim around the it. The rink. Yeah. 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 And the ball, if I remember correctly, because my friend had one, there wasn't much air in that thing. Yeah, and it wasn't a circular. It was kind of like oblong, yeah, <laughs> obtuse, yeah, uh, yeah. And doing research to this, there was a lot of kids who were breaking their ankles, so it was kind of more of a they didn't yeah give a shit back then. Like, like but like, you guys still sell skateboards back then, though. I, I the process. I would love to have seen what the process was to spe- pass inspection to you might sell die. it compared to nowadays, because nowadays they like do so many tests and it's just like, nah, you got to have this material. But back then they were just like throwing shit together in like a machine and they probably- What will they think of next? Yeah. I mean, if you look at a lot of the toys from the eighties and nineties, now you'd probably be like, how the fuck did that pass inspection? I mean, and it was- <laughs> A bag of glass. Yeah. Exactly. You get like those little prepackaged thing with a bunch of like assorted items, like the Western, and here's a gun and here's a badge and here's a sheath and here's a noose. <laughs> like, yeah. Here's the makeup to make your neighbor noose? look like an Indian for you to shoot. And here's the step stool to tie the yeah. noose around the branch that you want. Uh, oh, a boy. cap gun. Real life shears. For the cap guns, did you like the little circular ones or did you like the little- Oh, absolutely. The, the roll of- the, the rolls were good, but they- were they, louder. They were louder, but uh. sometimes they'd misfire. I remember one of the first times I went on an airplane, I had a cap gun on me. I, and you know, back in, back <laughs> in the adult. day, no. they probably didn't give a shit. They're like, ha me well, too. They, they took you, it. You they stormed the cockpit and you're like, got you motherfucker. There's like, oh, no, it actually, it, he's like, if I didn't have the second bourbon, I'd be sit, scared. Sit on my lap and fly the plane. <laughs> because there wasn't really alarms and stuff back then. Cause this is what, 92, 93, you know, they looked through it and my dad was like, you stupid fuck like why are you why are you bringing a gun <laughs> he's not my son he's, think, not, he's not my boss. this was back then when like because see it, i have hair we used to have a we had another family me and my brother used to fly back and forth from here to georgia to our other family it was just by ourselves so they would see us by the gate and you know run away he's got a gun on him you know you know what the best thing about those cap guns were the smell that yeah sulfur oh, smell. the sulfur yeah he's just mm. yeah I, we had no problems. <laughs> we we grew up perfectly fine. Yeah. Smelling sulfur. Ah, uh, yes, pa. <laughs> uh, Your eyes start watering. Oh yeah. Oh, those were the days, Lonnie. So I, my childhood hood was a little untraditional. I'm the the youngest of four boys, so I got a lot of hand me downs. <laughs> I and thought we, you were going to say something else. I got a lot of hand jobs. I got a lot, got a lot uh, of handies growing up. All no. right. Oh. Benefits of being a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was I was so adorable. Uh-huh. No, but so I got I a lot. I can't hold it. You have to hold so it. So I got, I got a lot of hand-me-downs. Plus, we didn't have TV, so I couldn't really look at the TV ads. So really, the only new toys I got to see were like when we would get the Christmas ads. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And when I'd see Bunny like- Bunny ear everything and get nothing. <laughs> yeah. When I, so like I'd go to my buddy's house and I would see stuff. But what we did have, I loved. But some of the things I had that I wanted and I loved, like I, I really wanted the Game Boy because we had a Nintendo. We had an NES, but being the youngest one, fuck if I ever got to play it. But- I wanted the Game Boy so I could go hide in my room, play by myself. 
And if you look at those things, like back then you thought the graphics on that thing were oh, the most yeah. amazing and thing in the world. Yeah. When I, when I was, a, so I'm a Nintendo junkie. I have, as you guys have seen my house, I have every Nintendo system displayed with all the games displayed nicely behind them. And the Game Boy itself, my God, it's like four pixels. It's not even eight bit. It's like four, like Mario is a mustache. That's <laughs> fucking it. <laughs> I, you know, I always, I don't know that I ever wanted a Game Boy. Yeah. I, I know all my friends had it and I don't know why, but I mean, and those things are, they're fucking expensive now. They really are. You try yeah. to get one and it's like, why, why are you spending so much for it? Cause it's still the shitty graphic. It's just a nostalgia piece at this yeah. point. It's just before games run phones, it was awesome. Yeah. Like the 3DS, I think that's when I stopped was the 3DS, yeah. DSi, but was it? Special Victims Unit. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Special Victims Unit. Well, my, one of, another thing on my list that's kind of in line with that, and this is the thing I asked for Christmas, I don't know how many years in a row, never got it, but I wanted the original Nintendo with the game Duck Hunt. That sucked. I hated the Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt was I, fucking great. That was amazing. I, if they had friend, Duck Hunt these days, there'd be a lot of broken flat screens. Oh, yeah. Back in the day, <laughs> those those glass dog. screens can take a beating. You're yeah. Like I'm fucking shooting you. Well, it's it's just like I, I love that dog too. That would like <laughs> pop up, <laughs> and then you'd shoot him, and then. <laughs> but yeah, my buddy had uh, the the duck hunt on Nintendo, and I always always asked for that. Never got it. One year, I did get a Super Nintendo, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" No, I'm just. I actually There's no duck hunt Super on this. What the shit? I do miss the with the regular Nintendo. They had like the was it the Olympic floor mat where you can do like oh, the track and run. field, yeah, the track yeah. and field, like the original DDR mat. Uh, and my fat ass would pretty much just like you know stand spread leg and just like start punching the <laughs> the foot, you know, the circles. <laughs> it's like do, 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 do. e Honda Edmund Honda style. <laughs> What's your next one, Justin? Um, I would say most anything from the Spy Gear brand. I think I made mention of this on a, f a previous podcast, but I like a lot of that spywares. I'll just say like the Spy X laser trap is one of the things that kind of like lit a light. And yeah, this is probably more so closer to my early teens, but yeah, a lot of that spy gear stuff. Yeah. They had like this one where it had like a pencil. I did have this for a while, but my brother stole it. But like you can twist or turn like the uh, top part and put it in your ear and then you can kind of hear things that are kind of away from you. I used to always try to use that when my mom and dad were talking. I'm like, what are they saying? What are they saying? And then you heard them having sex. You're like, no, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> no more. He took out that thing so he could hear a matter. He's like, what? What do you, never mind. Kind of wonder. Get her, dad. Kind of wonder what my daughters think. Like when they, at night, they can hear me and my wife like, oh, oh. Oh, and that's just us watching Playing gym. video games. We're just watching gym fail videos. <laughs> like, oh, God, oh. terrible form. Daddy, why are you sitting on mommy's face? <laughs> it's a gym, and it's a gym fail. she's not getting what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Justin, uh, envisioning you having sex. Go back to sleep, kids. <laughs> she actually did walk in on us, uh, our oldest. She's like, can you guys keep it down? I'm like, go back, go back, go back to sleep. Daddy, why? <laughs> Daddy, I, I don't know much about this because I'm only three, but. Why have a pull-up bar? Are you supposed to be why, doing what mommy's why, doing? Why, why does mommy have garlic in her pants? <laughs> why is, to, why, spicing it up. Why huh? is mommy's thing bigger than yours? Oh, it's harder whoa. for me to take the gag out of my mouth and like. <laughs> Get these nipple clamps off. <laughs> 
I knew you weren't <laughs> supposed to see that. Oh my god. Okay, Lonnie. <laughs> this um, definitely wasn't where I thought the topic was going to go. These are different Christmas toys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I loved the Viewmaster, but I only had two circles. I had a a Lion King and a oh, space so you, one. I always wanted as many Viewmaster circles as I could get. That's the thing with the yeah. yeah okay. Click through the pictures that had like the circle discs that had tons of little yeah like filaments in it that would show you different pictures. I loved the fucking Viewmaster because I could take it anywhere. I could take it out in the cornfield and lay and look at stuff. I could lay on a hay bale and look. I could just lay in the dirt and imagine, like let my imagination run wild. I, I'm trying to think. We had we had one, and it was like a Disney one, and it came with a fucking bucket full of those disc things. Yeah. Oh my god, I we probably still have it somewhere. It's probably in a, a storage unit, and they probably all melted by now. But. <laughs> Downtown Omaha, there's like a vintage place that has a crap load of those. Yeah, so. the Imaginarium. Yeah. They probably have like some. It's like they have like, all of them. It's probably like <laughs> people's personal ones. So you're gonna find like some couple when they were in there. 20s <laughs> doing it and stuff like, like that. Oh, look, it's the Eiffel Tower. Like, oh, look, like he's to, doing the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> like to report a crime? <laughs> I think I found Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> there was a game I always wanted. I'm going to, I pulled up the uh, commercial for it, but it was the, uh, the, whoops, I didn't pull up the commercial. That looks like a hell of a game. <laughs> yeah, they're tied up. I don't know how well this is going to pick it up, but. Let's see if it does. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Is this Crossfire? <laughs> yep. Crossfire. Crossfire. This is one of the only commercials that I remember, like, very vividly. Like, it's the kid with the, the leather jacket who's always the bad guy. No! When I actually got this, it looks smaller than, or it, it is smaller than it actually looks. The kid or the game? The game itself. <laughs> oh. And then the BBs, the little balls. They're just, yeah. My mom would not let me get that game because You're gonna choke of on them. all those. That she's like, those will end up all over the place. And You're like, shut up, mom. I got something you can... Ch-. No, don't do Let's that. Settle this in a game of Crossfire. It didn't work. But yeah, that, that commercial for it was just... And that's the thing, too. They made commercial... They made toys back in the day in the commercials look amazing like they had if it was gi joe they're out in the dirt playing in the dirt they have this whole thing with like red lights and blue lights behind them now they're just in a studio yeah now and and their mom or something will just like touch their back and smile at them (laughs) yeah (laughs) hooray yeah but yeah not like yeah (laughs) i should get a crossfire and we should bring it up here and just play it and just start challenging all the people. We should put it on a, a this table that we wheel around, and we should just some middle got of, rid the of day it because just it's too start violent. going to every office here and challenge people, and we'll play that song. Crossfire, Crossfire. and then or studio we, rent. We can dress up me and Justin and like the the fatigues, like the full <laughs> zip up fatigues, and just have that on a cassette tape boombox, <laughs> fucking behind us. <laughs> Justin can have flags and be waved. <laughs> Justin's got to do the last Crossfire. Do the little Dude. spin. Crossfire! Uh, yeah! Next on your list, Justin. I was big in... See, I had a little bit of these, the, like, erector sets. I, I really like those, but... Um, you sick fuck. Yeah. Not the one with the pump. <laughs> <laughs> see, I didn't need a set. I could get erect all by myself. I mean, like, the Lincoln Logs, the Legos. The, oh, I love Lincoln the, Logs. What's the other one? The blocks, the... Uh, 
Yeah. Anyways, but the connects and stuff are like where you actually have like certain things and then you can add other sets to Tinker it. Toys? No, I'm thinking of those were amazing. Dupla, Tinker. the Dupla box. Dupla. Yeah. 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 But uh, the erector sets when you can have like a little rubber band to make something kind of have like a, a, a kinetic motion and, you know, continuously. Move. And you never got those? Yeah, no. Well, it's because your parents didn't love you. <laughs> Probably. They hated you. It's like, well, this will make them happy, so let's not get it. It was either that or garlic. They had to make the ultimate choice. <laughs> that explains. That's the origin story of Justin. <laughs> That's why I survived. It'll be like, yeah. It's like, you need to be immune cross fire yeah. i never had connector set or erector sets either is that in the movie sandlot at the beginning when he's like in his room and like his mom opens the door and it flings a marble is that an erector set yeah okay possibly yes. and it's what they some... use later to try to get the ball yes yep yeah okay yeah uh, sure is erector set i wonder how much those go for nowadays they they're still publicly made <laughs> yeah probably not as pricey as lego sets these days oh my god there was a what I see, it was a seventy-two hundred and five-piece Millennium Falcon. It was like eighteen hundred bucks. Bullshit. Fuck that. That's not how the, you can buy like four different like large size things and make your own. <laughs> right. Well, give me a whole bunch of gray pieces. The Star Wars collector people, they don't give a shit yeah, about anything price wise. They will pay like ten thousand dollars, twelve thousand dollars for a four-inch Darth Vader action figure. <laughs> But only if his cape is blue. Yeah. I got what? a guy who's... Blue. Yeah. Usually it's purple. It's the blue one that's expensive. Pretty nifty with a 3D printer. Make me some Legos. I need him to make me some teeth. Some teeth? Teeth. You, you have teeth. Not all of them. Oh. A 3D printed teeth? I'm... Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to ask Jewish Santa Claus for next year is new teeth. Yeah, me too. Isn't that a... Um, um, Abraham, that's Jewish Santa Claus. Curse type of thing? Like a bag of teeth? Isn't something with like Jewish like or to ward you're, off? You're thinking of fairies. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, they're close to Jews. Yeah, one ten, two twenty, same thing. Money. <laughs> we kind of talked about of, it a little on. bit earlier. Speaking of Jews, there was like a news article thing. It's like just interrupt me with Jew hate. Yeah, I think you funny. told me. It was like a, somebody threw a Mazeltov cocktail. <laughs> a Mazeltov cocktail. <laughs> Uh, we kind of talked a little bit earlier, but the, the creepy crawly bug machine. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of them, but quickly going past that. So every year since I can remember, like five or six, my mom told me she was going to get me a big girl beauty set. <laughs> she would tell me every single year, oh, this is the year I'm going to get you the big girl beauty set to the point where we'd sit down and open up stuff. She'd be like, okay, here it comes. Here's your big girl beauty set to the point where like I was like, all right. Where this is, is it? it? Fucking, I want it. To this day, I'm like, I want this fucking thing to the point where I got online. I was going to see how much they were to like wrap it up and say it was from my mom. So when we sat down to open gifts and I'm like, oh, this is from you and open up and be the, the big girl beauty set. But they're hundreds of dollars now for the original really? big girl beauty up. set. Very disappointing. Yeah, it's like, when it's you a don't. head and it's got a wig and it comes with makeup and. It's kind of like when a chick was like, you're going to get it, you know, take these panties off and you take them off. And it, <laughs> you're it like, oh, put them back on. And you're like, eh, this will do, but not what I wanted. I don't see anything like that on Big Girl Beauty Set. Big Girl Beauty Set. I think it was Mattel, maybe. What the hell? You're typing this? too loud. Yeah. This right here. The head with all the makeups and stuff. Yeah. 
50 bucks. That's it, it. You found one for cheap? I think what you're looking at is on like the black market and it's in real head. Yeah, it's a real head with okay. makeups. This, this one, yeah, 50 bucks. Nice, let's get it. A glitzy glamour stall with everything kids need to give her star treatment with a uh, real jaw movement. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whoops <laughs> but yeah every year my mom like i'm this is the year i'm getting a big girl beauty set no mom no 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 and then i was like you know what fine fuck it give me a big girl beauty set to the point now where i'm like where is it i fucking want it oh you know and this is not on my list but I always wanted because my sister said cabbage patch dolls yeah i, I wanted one too wanted a cabbage patch doll I didn't want to admit that in front of my buddies because it's just like I, I asked for that a lot too and never got one. Probably for the best because my buddy's been like, what is this? And I'd have to be like, oh, that's my, my, sister. my sister's. Justin looks like a Cabbage Patch Kid doll. The one in production. It's more of a water baby. <laughs> a water baby. Uh, well, <laughs> There's a dude who lived up the street from me who, dude named Brandon. I couldn't stand the kid, but he his grandma bought him all the best shit. And so I would just bear it out and go up there with my brother and play with his stuff and sometimes take it. It was kind of a klepto. My brother also had a tutor, and I was a little bit jealous. I was like, I want a tutor. You know, so One of those t- things you hold in your hand. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, a, like a Coke tutor? Like, like, tiny like somebody who would help him learn math and shit. And my older brother. So, you know, I aced a lot of the stuff. I used to just go over there and, like, you know. But every now and then we would go down the street to the Walgreens, and I would steal, like, the Pogs and Slammers at the Walgreens. Pogs <laughs> and Slammers, rebel. man. That was, I had a they're, huge they're collection. to you. Outing. Walgreens listening to us. Outing himself. It's, it's under. You owe us $4.26 for all those pogs you stole. It's under $900 and it was in California, so it's pretty much free, right? Oh, if it was in California, yeah. it's $8. California. Huh. Well, it's free. They say you can rob places like that these days. They they encourage robbing these days. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. That's called um, rioting. <laughs> it's called protesting. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, called my freedom because I voted Democrat. <laughs> Next on my list, I always wanted the original Super Soaker water gun. <laughs> yeah. I I had one that was that I got that was actually better. It was bigger. It had a backpack with two tanks that you could fill up and like a hose and whatnot. It was amazing. But it was something about that original Super Soaker that I always wanted, but never was able to get it. And it was it, clunky. It, it was my one buddy. My one buddy, his name was Will. He had everything. He's the one that had the Nintendo Duck Hunt. He had, I think he had like three Super Soakers. I'm like, what the fuck? You had I mean, your chance to get to get it. Mm-hmm. Where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> Gay. Do a sound bite. No. <laughs> nope. Do an unemployed sound bite. Uh, do an unemployed one. <laughs> it sucks. Now we're back at zero. <laughs> you want me to use my t- You ever been with the father and the son at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what else you want from me. <laughs> okay, Justin, next. You're going the original Super Soaker. I wanted the original Nerf bow. It was bow like a yeah. Nerf bow and arrow? Yeah. Oh, I'm like, like, like the chunky, I think it was like a pink and white or something like that. It might have been blue. I, I know pink was yeah. part of it. I had it. Did you? It was blue with the pink bow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice. You can lock it back, set your target, release. It was, it was an amazing toy, not to rub it in or anything. A but piece of, it was pretty great. Nerd. A piece of weaponry. Nerd, bow and arrow is coming your way, and it means business. Business. 
Now your heart is thumping <laughs> And then they're having Nom flashbacks Oh that's why It has ninjas <laughs> In the commercial I'm like You're using that Against ninjas I mean they can see it It's not Camoed at all I'll tell you the thing About the arrows On that thing The, the blue Like Feather fan part of this just the, got ripped off. Yeah, always yeah. fell off. Yeah. Well, that is that was a good toy, and and it's they don't have anything really like that nowadays. Like that was everything so like air powered or whatever. This was actually you were, rubber band. Yeah, yeah. You'd shoot yeah. it. It can get up to like 120 psi. <laughs> you can kill I, a cat with that. You know what I did with those? Oh, I don't want to know. Put dildos in, <laughs> flung them at people. I'd blow up balloons and I'd hang them up outside. And then I would take a thumbtack and I would put our electrical tape on it so that it was on the point of the arrow. And I would shoot at the balloons and try to pop them. This was your Kevin McAllister phase. Yeah. And I'd have my buddy hold it. I was like, just hold it. Hold it. <laughs> that was a battle. He's got an arrow hanging out of his head. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that's a good toy. That, that takes me back. I wonder if I still have mine somewhere. You probably don't. No. Ninjas probably took it to battle with. Fucking ninjas. Lonnie, why does it look like you have a man bun? I'm starting to have a man bun. Well, you're going to start to not have friends if you have a man my, bun. My hair is getting so long, I almost have a man bun. At least it's not in, like, slippers and... I am wearing sweatpants, though. V-neck. All right, Lonnie. I I really wanted a... And this is probably outside your guys' knowledge scope, but once I started getting a little older, um, I wanted a pair of, of K2 skates. They were the first extreme skating inline skates. Hmm. Don't think I've heard of those. Yeah, they were like... Is it around like the same time with like the snake boards? No, no, no. It was like for when you wanted to do like cool skating, like grinding and stuff on inline skates. Like you weren't coordinated to do like skateboard stuff, but I, I played hockey so I could skate really well. But I wanted to go off ramps and stuff too, but hockey skates were so small and thin, but they created like... The extreme inline skating. Oh. You see the second one from the front. This one? Yeah. How has that little groove in the middle so you could grind and stuff on. And they had a wider base. And it was just so you could do tricks on skates. Interesting. Yeah. I had rollerblade, a pair of rollerblades that I got. And I used them a couple times. I'm like, nope, I can't do this. My ankles aren't strong enough. A fanny I, pack and a backwards hat. I used to skate to school on days I'd miss the bus. And it was eight and a half miles. Eight miles. So you went a little bit farther than Eminem. A little bit. You went 0.5 miles longer. How many more do you guys have on your list? Much longer than John Coffee, too. <laughs> Should we go around one more time? Sure. Sure. Mine, I don't think I'm going to go with that. So I'll, I'll just read the, the, I have three left on my list, but. Do them all. Uh, I wanted the My Pet Monster stuffed animal. Is that the ones where you can flip the frowny brow? Whatever and make it was like blue happy. and had like the teeth hanging out, blue, purple, and all that stuff. And you, yeah, you could adjust like uh, some of the features on them, I think, as well. But I definitely that was something I wanted. That was my first like toy that was like more on the horror side that I wanted. I always wanted the large version of Stretch Armstrong, that doll thing. Somebody got me like a miniature one one time, but I was like, this isn't the that same. encourages false. False proportions. Yeah. No. So many that's, men that's, were... That's accurate. It's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the one that I real like, that I was going to talk about on the list here... Beauty standards. That's the, what uh, the game Mousetrap. I had that, oh, but I never yeah. played it. I always built it to watch it fall, and I didn't know how to play the game. 
I'm like, what the fuck are these little cheese things for? Well, that was the thing. There was too many bits and pieces to it that that's why I wasn't able to get it because I'd lose the pieces and then the game would be worthless and whatnot. But I mean, the commercial made it look so amazing, which they're supposed to. Then you break it because you ripped the pieces out of the board and they're supposed to be like fixed in there, like slide and lock. Oh, like, nope, just rip it out of the cardboard, put it back in the box. It's time to eat. I, I believe they still make that game nowadays, but it's probably cheapened so much than what it used. Cause probably back in the day they made it with lead in it, but <laughs> nowadays they don't. They need to make things with lead again. They should <laughs> weed out the herd. That's what I was just going to say. It's that'll weed out some people real quick. People right, Justin, always... what's left on your list? Uh, I have, I did have some of these. There, there's some stuff. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say what I wanted and what I actually kind of did get. So a lot of those vintage Tiger handheld games. I remember having like a yeah. Street Fighter one and like a soccer one. But there was like a whole bunch. Like those are perfect for car rides back in the day. Ninja Turtle one was the one I had. Yeah. It was amazing. Was, that's the one where you're like swimming underwater and you have to go around like the yep. <laughs> swing. I love that one and I hated mm-hmm. it. Then you get electrocuted. You can only play as like Donatello, I believe it was. Yep. Yeah. I I did also have like Mousetrap and Crossfire on there. Polly Pocket, like the counterpart, Polly Pocket, Mad Max. I wanted a lot of those Mad Max things. Was it Tiny Troy or what was it? Mad Max. It was, what? I know, I was just making shit up. Anyways, also, something I really wanted but did finally get was like this vintage Marshall Broden magic set. It was like back in like 1992. Did you say Michael Jordan magic set? Marshall Broden. Oh. <laughs> I remember doing like a little magic show when I was like seven or eight or so at like this old folks home. It was like, huh. Nobody's Some, looking somehow, at anything. I'm just doing these tricks me. in a corner. <laughs> this is like they're like he made another clove of garlic appear. Yeah, Yay. watch, Yay. watch this ball. Where are they uh, coming where, from? Oh shit! Oh, pick it back up. <laughs> My fingers couldn't articulate so much. Justin, we're gonna make that come true again. You're, we're gonna set up a time for you to go to an old person's home. <laughs> we still have to punish that's him. Maybe his that's punishment. his punishment. Yeah. He's gotta do a magic show for these people. Yeah. <laughs> Go you slow. can't do magic hands. Go slow. You're hard yeah. to focus on. Uh, I got a couple left. I really wanted an Easton Z-Bubble. What Z-Bubble was, it was the first graphite composite hockey stick that Easton released. It was way out of my price range that I ever could afford, but I really wanted one. These are all things that were a little bit later, late 90s, early 2000s, so early high school, mid-high school. So Easton Z-Bubble, another toy I really wanted was Dana McCurdy. She was like the really the first thing. You wanted a person I, as a toy? I really wanted, but yeah, it never really worked out for me. What was it? But that was a, a thing I really wanted. Dana McCarthy? Uh, and then uh, another, I really wanted uh, GT made a certain type of handlebar. You guys are really Googling hard now. We are. I, wanted, I really wanted uh, this certain kind of handlebar that GT made for a bike. It was like a square handlebar with stuff that came off of it. It was like a square and then the handles came up a little bit and then squared off. They were just so neat looking. My aunt owned a bike shop at the time, but was never able to. Well, she's my cousin, I guess. Cousin, second cousin, something like that. She owned a bike shop and she was never able to get them in. But I really wanted a set of those too. I think she lied to you. Who? My your, aunt? Yeah. Your aunt's no, cousin. she only sold Trek stuff. Your Annie cousin. <laughs> she would get some BMX stuff in, but she really only sold Trek. She used to own True Wheel Cycle and Fitness in Counts Bluffs. Hmm. I think her son owns it now. Oh, and it's called Lipsticks? (laughs) (laughs) Nope, still True Wheel. I was in there. It's been a couple years now, but they have a bike. 
instead of a chain, it's a belt. It's a belt driven now, so it's even smoother. Hmm. It's fucking crazy. The that, things they come up with. They're not right. gonna rip up your shins. Yeah, or your anything. your pants aren't gonna get caught in that uh, shit anymore. Yeah. So many bike accidents and like you know, just like slamming your your toes or your shins on like the pegs or something. Oh, yeah. Like the fuck, back, ah. the back of my Heelys tendon, uh. like when it would slip off the pedal and it would yeah, just, just scrape. Grind like, on. Oh my god, I can't walk for a week. Those, those super sharp pedals, yeah. My sis, my oldest sister, she had a really bad accident when she was riding her bike, where it cut the crap out of the back of her Heelys Achilles tendon. She hasn't ridden a bike since yeah. then. I can imagine, yeah. You're just standing over your bike in a pool of your own blood. You're like, ah. Uh, I, uh. I remember I went to Chaco Hills with my parents, and they'd walk the path, and I'd take my bike, and I was going down the hill so fast. And when I got to the bottom, there was a bunch of gravel, and I bike came out from under me, and I landed on my knee. I went to stand up, and I felt like my kneecap was all the way Biffed. back. And I, I just remember there was people walking by, and they're like, you okay? And I, it hurt so bad, and I was I scared myself so much. I, I threw up and the people were just like, are you okay? And I'm just like, Bruh. and there's like, okay. Yeah. And I just kept going. Some mad shreddage. Well, yeah, oh. Back in the day. Yeah. Back in, I don't know how I survived growing up. Thanks to bikes. Like we used to have the giant hill by where my parents lived. And our goal was to see how many trash cans we could jump over from just putting a stupid homemade ramp on the bottom of a big giant hill and see how many trash cans we could jump. I don't think anyone ever landed the jump. Probably not. But it was to see how many you could fly over before you hit the pavement and slid as far as you could. Us, uh, when we were kids, we would do stuff like we'd be innovative with things like that, and we gave no fucks. Yeah. Nowadays, there's like everybody's so protective of their kids and what they're doing. And it's like, yeah, you don't want your kids to get injured, but there's so many times we cheated death with things that we did, or at least cheated like a, a shattered arm or leg or whatever. It's just like, you know, you gotta let people kids make mistakes every now and then that's right. the only way they'll learn then again i mean like the price of a a shoulder replacement is a lot more expensive these days Dude, that is true as well then it's like good. ah it's got to come out of my pocket get good at what you do then and you won't hurt yourself see if you make come 10 on, bucks kids. if you make 10 bucks doing something you love you do it 10 times that's 100 bucks <laughs> see huh. and then you take that 100 bucks and you do it 10 times that's a thousand dollars and then you know what you do you take that $1,000 and you hire someone to do it. You give them $900, then they do it 100 times. You make $1,000, you didn't do shit. And then you just let them do that forever, and you make free money. You sound like huh. an infomercial. Huh. Uh, some Steve Harvey said. Uh, what if they, so they're going to do a shoulder replacement? They're going to make all that money, and so are you. Pyramid schemes. See, I just made your whole fucking Thank topic you. 10 sentences. Uh, it that easy. easy. It's not that easy. <laughs> There's a lot more effort that needs to be put into it, and I feel like you dodged a lot of corners. Speaking of Justin's yeah. topic, is he where we're moving on to? Yeah. Next? And but, he, he apparently swerveballed us. And I, he's got a before one. we go into Justin's topic, though, I do want to mention someone who's been great to us, someone who has really helped us out as a podcast and as people. I want to throw a big thanks out to ML Image. Amazing photographer, shoots boudoir photos, shoots graduation photos, takes pictures of cakes, takes pictures of cakes, if you know what I'm talking about, takes pictures of boobs. He's, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think he does graduation or cakes, but. <laughs> you know what I mean when I say cakes. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you see I what I'm getting? Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. L- little Debbies. Eh, ML Image, though. Uh, Michael Laughlin, you can find him on the Emmer. 
ML Image yes. specializes in boudoir, ink, pinup, glamour, and even nude since 2005. Nude. ML Image celebrates and highlights the female form in the most vibrant, eloquent, and sultry of portraits. ML Image is an Omaha-based photographer. You can see his work at mlimage.com. Did I say he does nudes? It is not safe for work. If you are a model so to expand your portfolio, inquiries can be made through mlimage.com or mlimage on Instagram. Did I mention he does nudes? Consider becoming a patron for more exclusive and titillating content. She said it's about nudes. Be disappointed. ML Image, where image is everything. Is everything. Is Touch everything. my penis. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, he's back in true form again. Uh, I moved my seat. Yes, he does. Closer. He does amazing work. I've known him for a long time. He shot my wife. He did. <laughs> he had a shirt made that said, I was shot by ML Image. And I was like, that's pretty clever. Yeah. But I think he only had one of them and he just had every model wear it at the end of the shoot. And then when he took pictures of me, he had me wear it. <laughs> I think I'm one of like maybe three or four guys that he's taken pictures of. He's taken pictures of every single one of us in this room. Well, I'm talking more along the On sexual. the intimate I'm side? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, we Speak did a, for yourself because my cock's been out. <laughs> me and Lonnie did an intimate shoot with him. Yeah, but he had me behind a wall. It was just my cock through a, a, a screen. Ah, uh, glory days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so Justin, be... Justin. See, I Justin, sir, Justin, good sir. Twenty twenty two. This is a new year. We're really hoping for a new you. Don't fix it if it's not broken. Really, <laughs> really <laughs> oh, broken. Really hoping and praying. We've got the warranty for our new you. <laughs> Putting a lot of pressure on this. Yeah, and you changed the topic, so you had better. one we were excited about. I feel like this one's a little bit more exciting for me. At you least. zero, oh, more you motivated. Zero us. Damn it! No. <laughs> You're really excited about this one. This Get us been, excited. Okay, so this thing has been creeping into my mind for like the last. I wanted to mention something on the last podcast, but I, I was like, no, I don't know enough about it yet. I gotta like do a little bit more research. God I gotta damn it. And, and pull myself a little bit more. And it's been, I, I've learned new things, and it's kind of for me. It's affected me personally. I don't expect it to. I don't expect you guys to know anything about it. I think you, Lonnie, Sir Lonnie, might actually like it. But I feel like Fabulous. you'll end up killing yourself, and so I, I kind of don't want. <laughs> I mean, to. that's probably in the cards anyway. If yeah. we, if we're gonna be completely uh, honest, and I don't I, know about Jeremy, I think he might just think it's stupid or hated. Or I already like do. <laughs> I already do. When you start up with, "Hey guys, this is probably gonna make you kill yourself." Yeah, when you start off with like, uh, "This topic is fun to me," it's like, "Okay, yep, well, it's right. gonna be." What I'm doing is kind of a book review, but I haven't even read the book. I only got like a, Yay! <laughs> I only I only got a couple pages in, all right? Oh, so fabulous. <laughs> all right. This is the Holy Bible. I it's the phone book, man. What the so, f- I, I found this book. Uh <laughs> he found it. He didn't yeah. pay for it. He found it to show you. That shows you how good the book is and it's thick. It's It's really thick. It's at least, let's see, 700 and it's just it's yeah. A twenty seven hundred pages long. Thirty six. You know? Is it the Lorax? And I'm I'm only I'm about like ten pages in or so. All right. So he knows. So, oh my god. Yeah. 
And it's it's kind of been like a new obsession with me. Like, all right, so Crystal, my Wait, wife. pause. How can it be an obsession if you've only read 10 fucking pages? Are you the worst reader on the planet? <laughs> he's not. Well, I been, have OCD and I can read better He's than that. not absorbing what the words are meaning. I've been consuming a lot more that's related to this, but that's not this. That's you know? not how you read, Justin. I you know. You don't go, oh, that, that word but, was great. Let's go read every single other word so, on earth. Just the, what, a month or two ago, two months ago, three, maybe even three months, you know, I went down to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and they used to have a BAM here, a Books a Million here in Omaha, yeah. and they closed it down and put like a Michaels or something in there. I was like, damn it. Like, I mean, yeah, Michaels is cool and all. It's not Mangelson's. Yes. I know. So yeah, I went in there and I, this book, I'd never read fiction. You know, like, oh, I'll pick it up here and there, but like something that's like a doorstop like this, this tome is a seven, this is feels like it's thicker than a Bible, but it has actual pages and not like the, you know, cigarette wrapper pages. <laughs> but I picked it up and I started looking through it. I'm like, holy fuck, what is this? I've never seen words. <laughs> <laughs> you don't it's speak a book. them either. <laughs> it smells like a fucking book, you know? <laughs> but like, there's so many things that's with this that is like, it's freaking crazy. I'm about 20 pages in and. Okay, I must be so captivating. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So with start, all right, first, let me just, first off, let me ask you this. What about that captivated you? It, it's a black cover with nothing on it. Why is that captivating? To oh, there, you? there's something on it. So the book itself is called house of leaves. It's by Mark Z. Danielowski. And that's the one and only book he wrote. He's actually wrote a bunch. The thing is, is he does this thing called like a visual text. So reading this is kind of a challenge. Yeah, that's, called, that's called a movie. <laughs> No, the thing is, is I don't think you can make a movie out of this because it's so different. How do you know? You, you look at it. Even... All right. So what the... I'm about 50 pages in. All right. And so like you start off with like everything kind of looks normal, like an actual book. But when you get into it, like words are sideways or upside down. Every single time you see the word house on it, it's in a blue font. There's so many like cliff notes and stuff at the bottom that uh, revert back to certain things. So Reading this is a challenge in itself. Like I said, there's only 700 pages, but like some of these pages are kind of blank or only have one word on it. But the challenge of putting the effort into it probably makes it like a, you know, a 1200 page read. So what I am intrigued about this is because I love like mystery boxes or, you know, find a killer or hunt a killer, like those types of things. Watching a movie and be like, oh, I can figure out the ending ahead of time. But this... The premise of this, because I'm about like 75 pages into this. The premise oh, of this. <laughs> Give me the fucking buck. Uh, the premise of it is like this dude who like, it's also like a not likable main character. So the challenge of this is, uh. yeah, it, it's kind of very intriguing. So this guy goes to his friend's house. Oh, it's maddening. Who, I, exactly. But it's like a labyrinth, which involves a labyrinth in this. He finds like this guy who died next door to his friend's journals. And this guy was like doing like some research on this thing called like the Navitson records. And I think I've read this book. Yeah. So even the front cover. But I read it in ebook. So it's not interesting like this. It, it will. If it's an ebook, it would match, you know, the page wise. But like you can't do an audiobook of this because you can't read this the same way twice. If you read not this audiobook, one. Audiobook, ebook. Yeah. Well, no, no. I'm I mean, checking like, my books. It's, it's, it's impossible to be an audiobook with all like the references and all that because it's like 
like I said, there's a labyrinth attached to this and you, it's sending you actual facts and stuff. And some of them are just made of bullshit. So you're like going back and tracing of this and, and, um, uh, you're, you're following like two or three, four different stories. And you're like, holy shit. Like, where am I? Like, it's about this guy who's slowly going mad. If you're into like the Joker or haunting of Hill house or the shining it, the, the descent that this takes, I'm like, holy shit. And one thing about this that really struck me, for me personally, like a story, this is real life. I looked at the back. Look at the back of it. There's an emblem, a circular emblem that says Poe on it. And the O has a star in it. I'm like, holy fuck, I know what this is. And there is a singer called Poe, which I did mention on the Creature Band. When I forget, was that your topic? Uh, you know, build your band? Yes. Yeah, yeah, build your dream band. And like my female singer that I put in that was going to be Poe. And I was like, holy shit, like that's that's Poe. Turns out Poe is related to this guy. That's her her brother. And this book wouldn't have happened if not for Poe. Supposedly they found out that their dad was dying back in like 1990 and he wanted to write this and like, wow, well, a few hundred pages or so in, he just ripped it up and threw it in the trash. His sister pretty much recovered it, taped it back together and like gave it back. I found a Poe CD in a a kind of like a secret closet when I was working with my dad and we used to clear out houses and he does construction. So we used to like clear out houses or paint houses, you know, like things that are like vacant. So anything that was in there, we got first dibs on. So there was like this room where we were plastering and I was like, holy shit, there's a door right here. I opened up the door and there's like a crate of like CDs and Poe was one of them. So there's a song that was popular called like, you know, Hey Johnny or Dear Johnny, Johnny, I want to kill you. I want to blow you away. And the main character of this is Johnny Truant. And I was like, whoa, shit, that pieces together. Her second album after that, which is the the um, the CD that I found, I guess. So I would have been like, uh, actually, I was probably like 10 or so when I found this. And But yeah, that second CD is called Haunted. And there's a song called like Five and a Half Minute Hallway. And that was talking about a five and a half minute hallway. And I was kind of registering that for a while. I was like, why do I know that? Why, where is this coming from? And then I, I consumed a whole bunch of videos of people doing reviews of this and how captivating it is. And I was like, holy shit. Like, so for me to, uh, to find this in a hidden room, so this in the Navitson records, that's the story that's in the story of Johnny's telling of this, the family, uh, husband and wife who d- isn't really in a good relationship with their kids. They go take a wedding, you know, go to a wedding and come back and they notice this doorway and we're like, holy, was this here when we recorded everything? And they go through the door and it's like, it just leads into like from the parents to the kids room. And then each time he goes back through it, it seems to get bigger. So he kind of takes pause and he measures the outside of the house. And then he measures the inside of the house. And it's only like a quarter inch, which if you look at the front cover, the cover itself is like a quarter inch off from the rest of the book. And that's kind of like the starting of it. And I was like, holy shit. But Anyways, I'm going to pause you for a quick second because I think this is funny. I did start reading this book on ebook and all my ebooks. I put a little note what I thought of it. So if I ever read them again, I can know, oh, it's this book on that book. I have a 50 page rule. I have to read at least 50 pages. And that's where I decide if I want to keep reading it or right. stop it. I stopped this book and my reasoning for stopping it. I just put what the fuck. Well, that's exactly what it, you're supposed to feel. It's like you are feeling this this maddening sense. You're like, what the fuck? You're like, where does it go? You're trying to put the pieces together because of the main character is trying to also put these pieces together because of the character that he found 
who is also putting these pieces together of the recordings of the other guy putting things together. Like, why is this house kind of growing? So it's kind of like the house is the the paranormal. And I think the reason I had problems with this book is a lot of times when I read books is when I'm laying in bed trying to fall asleep, trying right. to relax. And I don't want to – and think is the wrong term because I do read lots of thought-provoking books when I'm trying to sleep. I think the problem with that book that I was having was it was keeping me awake. Right. I That's why I was saying like you probably would kill yourself if you like finished it or something like that. Like, I, uh... Well, and the problem with the ebook form of that too is the footnotes are so much different. Like in the actual book, uh, from looking at it, like it seems more eye-appealing. But yeah, with it, it really fucks with my head due to the OCD. Right. Like I'm like, this is wrong. This like I can't handle this. This is wrong. Right. But with the ebook form, the footnotes, it's like click this, and it would take you completely back off the page. But when you go off the page, then you have to fucking flip back to the page you want to be on. Right. So you have to remember what page you're on and search it, and then next footnote, you have to click. Well, the it's link. so much it easier goes, to do it now. <laughs> Something so, that's yeah here, but like. The visual text, I really like that. I like to try to solve something, and it takes place like in the house. And a house is supposed to be familiarism, favorite, like a place of security or comfort. Or but when that is kind of like the evil being, if you want to call it evil, or something that's kind of confusing. Like I've kind of talked like in the last you know podcast, the movie review with Freddie, like dreams and the fuckery of reality like that's something that kind of like scares me it's like that doesn't make sense like I, my, my logic brain can't piece this together and so it's kind of fucking me up like when you have to question your reality and the main character in this does question his reality several times like i said it's kind of like a labyrinth it's a labyrinth there's pages that are read differently windows of reverse text it orchestrates the feeling of emotions of of the writer the feeling of going so far and feeling lost trying to piece things together and that's that's exactly you're doing the work with it and i was saying like you might not lock it because you have to do a lot of work for it but it gives you it's a whole new that supposed to be? yeah it gives you a whole new experience of reading. Like yeah. most books are read left or right from top to bottom. There's things like when they actually go into the house, they did like what four different explorations in it and text from the top of the page is the events that are going up from the people who are on the top and the text that's on the bottom is the actions and events that's happening at the bottom. Like this is reading very, it's different. It's not, yeah. like, you, like I said, you can't read this twice because sometimes your eye is going to go elsewhere like when it prompts you for like a footnote or a cliff note or something like that and i don't know about you guys but i don't always reference it if the next line isn't really saying much to it it's like well maybe that does mean something you remember that picture of that vulture that national geographic it was actually a, a boy but it looked like a little girl with a vulture over it it was like a like the pul- one staring at it yeah. waiting for it to die yeah, yeah. it was like a pul- pulitzer prize winning the Navitson character in this is supposed to be that person. And did you guys know that that actual guy committed suicide because of like just that kind of really fucked with him? Like, yeah, you know, he tried to help that kid. It was an actual boy. He either tried to help that boy to nurse him back. And he, I want to say died within hours or so. And it was already too late. Like he was food for the birds, but yeah, it, it pulls on things that are actually true and then gives you bullshit You don't even know it's true or not because the main character knows how to make up stories on the spot and he can't, he's questioning his own reality with it. And you've gotten this from 10 pages for eating 10. I'm about technically he's 28. I'm about a hundred pages in and 28 give or take. (laughs) That's where your bookmark is at 20. Oh, is that page 28? I didn't put that in there. 
how the fuck did I get there? I guess to me, it's it's hard to, uh, without knowing anything about this and not reading anything except right. for when I skimmed through it, I don't know what to even add to this because well, I, yeah, mean, I don't just, expect you just, to. Just looking at it, I'm like, oh, Ugh, pretty gotta read. <laughs> interesting uh, book. I, I mean, it's like, I seen like 15 different size fonts in there. I saw yeah. like 12 the fonts different are really cool too because fonts and- it tells you kind of who, what character is talking or what story right. you're following. So you can read this like three, four different ways. Just read one person's story, go back and read like, and it's still getting a complete story. Like you can just read the Navitson records. You can just read Johnny Truant's story. Right. You know, you can skip over all the cliff notes because they probably don't even mean anything. And you're questioning that while you read the whole thing in its entirety. And if you look at reviews of this, and one of the reasons that that made me pick it up and want to read it, and you you got to get away from the pure horror truists like the pure horror novel fans. This it's yeah. it's up there. Like this book is absolutely terrifying to a lot of people just because it's so unnerving. There's so many things that have to click in your head to figure it out. It's like the Jacob's Ladder of novels. Okay. It's, this is came out in like 2000 and this is pretty much a book about found footage. And this is around when found footage was kind of like not even popular yet. What, when did Blair Witch come out? That was like 2002, three? That was 98. 99. 98, 99, whatever. 99. Right. 99. Around the same time, I guess. Because Poe was a huge inspiration of me. Like, she became an instant favorite singer of mine. Like, not only her, but like with Conjure One, she's kind of subbed in with uh, her vocals on Conjure One. If you heard, like, it, it's so captivating. I've, I've always loved her voice. She's one of those people, like, if she puts something out, I got to take it. What I liked about her and her relationship with her brother, Mark Danieleski, I believe her name is Anna Danieleski, but they've always pulled material from each other. And I remember reading on her haunted record, you hear these tape recordings of her dad. And her dad was like an avant-garde theater. Like he he was a director or whatever. Like he, he walked into like the same roads that we walk, I guess. You know, we try to do something a little bit edgy and it inspired them. They did a lot of traveling, the actual writer and singer. He would write stories and she would read them and, but yeah. A lot of his stuff is in her, like to her pamphlet, you know, or her, her, her what do you call it? Let's see. The cover, the cover of her, her album, I guess. The guy who was found dead, Zampano, kind of reminds me of who the, their actual dad character, because they put the recordings after he died in the music on the album. And it's like, wow. Cause like, this is a dead man's voice, her dad's voice. And yeah, huh. it was very compelling. There was a song that she did called Hey Pretty. And I guess that's her brother collaborating with her, adding his voice to that. You know, like she was whatever, uh, like fast, 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 slow. And say, hey, pretty, you want to take a ride with me? Let me see if I can pull the song up. Bonnie, I feel like your hair is getting longer as this podcast is going on. Getting more and more of it into a man bun. I got a sign on my titty. But yeah. That's what I heard. Too. This what was the, I guess her album, some people say that their album kind of goes with the book as well. So it's like, that's fucking like, crazy. Like concept album. Yeah. And I always like that, like adding a little bit more like, you know, watching the Wizard of Oz with what, with the Beatles or, or Pink uh, Floyd or something it, like that. Uh, was it Dark Side of the Rainbow or? Dark Side of the Moon. Dark, yeah. It's like, that's kind of cool. This book itself, like it's, 
it adds more to it, it's a mystery in itself and that's what i really liked about it and it's been an obsession of mine in the last month or two yeah. it's like fuck man like once i saw it at bam books a million i reviewed it i'm like wow why is this kind of pulling my attention and yeah i've, I've been kind of you know about 200 pages in already and yeah yeah nearly <laughs> nearly yeah Almost 200. If you're interested in it, I would highly, like, if you want me, if I was thinking about getting you it, but I'm like, no, I don't want him to die or anything because yeah, it'll nice. drive him mad. The actual, <laughs> the actual, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, the actual novel, the actual book form of that would, would I would fucking agonize over. I'd have to fix it. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's I would, like I would ha- literally have to rewrite that book. <laughs> when the main character, Johnny Truant, finds these writings, these notebooks of, like, these Ampano character who is documenting the Navitson records, he's putting it together from – and the, the Zampano character is blind. So it's like how is a blind man writing these no, or these notebooks? And then he's adding his own – like there's cliff notes of Zampano's writings and then Johnny Truant like correcting it and or trying to make a correction. And he's adding his own ideas to certain things. It's like the house adding more to what is actually there. So, like I said, it's a labyrinth, and in this labyrinth, there actually is a, you know, a, a fuck, what is it? The beast within the labyrinth. Ah, uh, what is it called? We're just enjoying watching you struggle. <laughs> the, the Greek legend of the... Centaur? Not a centaur. Minotaur? Minotaur, thank you. A minotaur, thank you. A minotaur. Also, with this, uh, some people were saying to check out a movie, which I think would be an awesome movie to review. Maybe not this time around, but I did watch it. It's called Dave Made a Maze. <laughs> that movie is fucking it's, fantastic. I love that movie. Like I've never heard of it, and then I checked it out. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like this is Such very a great clever, movie. very fun and witty. Such like a great movie. Yeah, I it, it's love not. It. I wouldn't say it's dry, but it kind of has like a dry sense to it. It's it's a very me movie. It's witty, you know. And then like when it they go into puppet form, you know, and like when you can see the blood, and it, it's more like. It's very creatively done. I'm it's like, a holy shit. very That's, dark uh, humor movie. Uh, Dave Made a Maze. Dave, Dave Made a Maze. Maze. Yeah. It's a fun, dark movie. It's a comedy horror, if you will. Yeah. And it it does remind me a lot of this, since I'm about 300 pages in. You know. Whew. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. See, you know me. I'm not, I am not. don't a like reader. reading books, because my imagination's always going, and I could be reading the words, but I'm not thinking of the words I'm reading. I'm thinking of something else as I'm reading. I did... A little over a month ago, I bought the book that many people suggested to me called The uh, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. By Mark Manson. Yes. And, you know, because people are always like, you know, with how I am with being single and stuff like that and disliking it and whatnot. So I did buy it. I'm like you, Lonnie. I kind of judge a book about like 50 pages in. If I do read a book, either I'm going to continue reading it. I don't think I like it. I'm I'm about 60 pages in and it's just like, I don't like the guy's tone and it's just like everything he's saying. It's like, well, duh. Yeah. I, he has a very, this, this is how I, this is how I live my life. So it's just like, I don't understand like what the big deal is. And I mean, yeah, it, it's helps some people out and that's great and whatnot, but it's just like, I don't think I'm going to continue reading it because I just, I don't know. I don't think it's going to do anything to. And I mean, self-help books are, you could take them one of two ways. You could either take them as inspiration or you can take them as rule me daddy it just depends on what perspective you're going into for that book well and it's like to me i think it's very repetitive i think i'm like three chapters in i'm like you've repeated the same thing three times so right i don't know but yeah see this kind of i think one of the main reasons what inspired me like early on i read a book 
that kind of was very um, immersive. And I think you might be better suited. This is called the secret birthday message. And I ended up buying it for my, my daughters. So, you know, like you got to find, you know, go through all these like, oh, look, there's a little cave. You go there's through the words cave. words in there though, man. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, there's a few words right here. I don't you go through the whole, hey, look, you go down the steps and open up the door. <gasps> and what's the birthday? That's the birthday. You got to climb up the ladder right that there. That book is stupid, man. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to finish the book right here. <gasps> it's a puppy. Or, a puppy. but you don't get the book. Or, yeah, I can yeah. read you Mox's favorite book. Everybody. You don't want to eat me. I'm not that delicious. Uh, my, do you want to take this home with you? My uh, beans are refried and my cheese looks suspicious. You guys, Would you rather have a pizza you guys have, or a hamburger, please? You guys have changed ever since you had kids. Or how about a big bowl of macaroni and cheese? Oh, my God. <laughs> Besides, I'm too spicy for you. Is it Tuesday? This taco is through. And that's Taco Tuesday. <laughs> well, that should be a segment where we have Lonnie read kids' books in, in that voice with sound effects like that. Um, llama, llama, red pajama. <laughs> Cried boo-hoo, where's his mama? <laughs> All right. We're back. <laughs> All right. Well, Justin... Uh, Oh, for one in 2020. That's not, no, like that, that was fun. You forget some of the shit we had to go through in 2021. Oh, I didn't forget. <laughs> I did not forget. That was, but if you go to, that was fun. No, no, that was, that, yeah, that. This is part of one of my resolutions, I guess. I want to finish this book before my birthday. And I'm already like 400 pages in. So, yeah, he's nearly I'm close. He's nearly 500. Yeah. Like, if he puts in work today, he could be 700 pages through. Actually, around this point, the 400 mark where shit is like only one word in a, on a page, right? A check mark. Like, it's I, just going to breeze there right was through. A, there was a page I looked at. There was like two pages that there was just an upside upside down A on it. And I'm like, I could do that. <laughs> Fucking yeah, speed read that they shit. Wa- they wasted so much money on putting that book together. So many blank pages and Yeah, the editor must have it must have been a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Lonnie. <sighs> yeah, I'm wrapping it up tonight, fellas. You've kinda forewarned us about you. Your... I did. I did. I wanted to start twenty twenty part two with something we can all kind of relate to a little bit. But go a little bit more in depth with it. Uh, something that is particularly you and I have a lot of experience in that if it was shown to us, we could find it immediately and talk about it. Your penis? No, not the penis. Um, you have to find that. But hmm. it's something that doesn't get nearly discussed enough. And when it does, it's it's seen as a joke and it's not... It's not taken as seriously as it should be. So tonight, how come? How come you're not going? Oh God! So, like, because I'm serious. Because <laughs> I'm a serious person. I'm and, intrigued. <laughs> so, if I would have said that, you're like, whatever that is. So this is Jeez. this is probably the one of the he most, curves balls us all the time. So this is probably one of the most serious topics that I'm going to bring up. So tonight we are going to do a deep dive on the anus. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna learn about the asshole, fellas. Get all up near, nice and deep, like. Ow. 
Wait, wait, why do I know? More? Because it's the only thing we could get right on Justin's sex organ thing. Oh, we yeah. both could pick the anus out of that thing like a motherfucker. Oh, the funny thing, people don't understand. Like, Did you just say like, picking out the anus? Yeah. Like, what people huh. don't understand now, because Justin and I didn't know what this topic was going to be. Lonnie messaged us yesterday or a couple days ago, and he's just like, so my topic, you know, I'm going to get really emotional and stuff like that. <laughs> Uh, uh, I can't wait to see the. So tears. what we're gonna do is we're gonna go over some facts and science about the asshole, and then sphincter. Yeah, and then and then you guys sent me some questions that you were too embarrassed to to ask, so I went ahead and went ahead and answered them for you. We did, okay. Yeah, and then uh, I'm gonna look up pictures of the anus real quick, and, and then we're gonna cover you know some of the problems that can go wrong with the asshole. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna make a comment about something you just said, Justin. But and then you have to do some editing. And then we're gonna wrap it up with some happy stuff about the asshole. So we're gonna cover all the bunghole information that is needed that you don't know about that okay. you probably should. Okay. What's what's that, Justin? I wanted to know what he said. Yeah. While, while um, you're not talking, so that way I'm I'm going to look up a picture of an asshole. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Lonnie. <laughs> I need your, I need all of your serious attention because I didn't do seven pages worth of research for you guys to fuck off. Seven? You said it was six. I yeah, and you said you read 400 pages of a fucking book. I did read 400 pages of a book. Oh, God, look at him. Sexy asshole. <laughs> that is an asshole. <laughs> Can you see it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> okay. Attention, class, in your seats. That's a joke. Okay. All right. So here's some facts and science about the butthole. The anus is an opening where the gastrointestinal tract ends and exits the body. The anus starts at the end and the bottom of the rectum, and in most cases, very easily found on a picture, which we demonstrated. Tough tissue called the fescula surrounds the anus and attaches it to the nearby structures. Circular muscles called sphincters from form the walls of the anus in two different locations it's a common myth that you only have one sphincter incorrect your body contains two sphincters my body everyone's body show me on me where my sphincter is mine oh. has three i will you have three that's why it's so tight <laughs> that's why it's real tight <laughs> you know what the sphincter's number one job is uh, <laughs> <laughs> the sphincter's number one job is to keep your asshole closed tight. Yeah, that's why it requires two of them. <laughs> yeah, glands release fluid in your anus to keep it moist because you don't want your fescula to dry. I, <laughs> I don't have that problem. <laughs> yep, gotta have a nice moist anus. Just give me some dairy. The anus receives blood from the inferior rectal artery and the intervascular from the inferior rectal nerves, which branch from the pendaral nerve. As your body grows and develops during puberty, testosterone triggers endorphins and causes hair growth around your body. There are pubic hairs that grow around your butthole. And in. <laughs> and sometimes inside your butthole. In my ass. <laughs> yeah. We know what the booty hole is now. Oh. But what does it do? Well, let me tell you, men, this is pretty simple. It's for waste removal. Only for waste removal? Mm. 
My waste removal is on Tuesday nights. So. <laughs> so all that yummy food you eat throughout the day, so your body absorbs the nutrients, and then it goes through your system, and it gets into your rectum, and your anus shoots it out like that super soaker you wanted. Rectum? Damn near killed him. <laughs> but your anus does quite other amazing things. Like what? Tell I, us. Which I will tell you about now. With two different sphincters... It is impossible to squeeze them open. Wait, what? Go ahead and try it. Try to squeeze open your asshole right now. What do you now. think I do? Try to squeeze open. open. What do, do you, it. What do I've you, seen gaping videos. I, they can no, do it. you what haven't. What do you think I do every time Justin's got his topic going on? <laughs> it is impossible. Wait, you squeeze open? Try, yeah. try to, yeah. It's impossible to squeeze open your asshole thanks to two sphincters. Squeeze? I don't get it. You just can't. You can't do it. You can't open up your asshole. Uh, there's plenty of videos on Pornhub that... Nope. Can... That's when their asshole is relaxed. You can't openly squeeze open your asshole. It looks like they're actually using muscles to open. That, but can't do it. It says so right here in my notes. I've seen somebody eat Fruit Loops out of an asshole. <laughs> Sadly, I have seen that too. <laughs> We've seen it together. <laughs> Which means... While eating Fruit Loops, it's your, kind of an inception. Your, your asshole is so intelligent... It knows when it is and is not time to shit. Now, there's exceptions. Okay, hold on. There is exceptions <laughs> when it when it miscalculates. All right. Um, you probably already have this on this, but you said it's only used for one thing, waste removal. But why are— It's primary function. Okay. It's for, for waste removal. And for but, clearing out a room. Yes. But— But— uh, <laughs> But there's taste buds in her ass, right? No. That's what I've read. No, you read wrong. Science proves it. Science does not prove there's taste buds in your ass. Yeah, because no. when you, after eating Mexican food, you you can still feel the spice, the taste of spice there. No, you can't. Your butt tastes? Your butt does not taste. Uh, My that butt was tastes. when you were reading the book about eating ass. Okay. Your butt does not taste. Okay. Now. <laughs> for dummies. <laughs> eating ass yeah, for stop, dummies. Stop talking more paying attention. I'm trying I don't to participate talk during your topic. It's participating in the yeah. Oh well, yeah, that's because you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> no, but good question. Thank no, you. your asshole does not have taste buds. Mine does. I'm sure it does. Both of my fingers. That's why whenever I'm doing it, it goes. Mm. <laughs> I was gonna say when he's eating. <laughs> that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> oh, garlic. <laughs> but so your asshole knows when it's time to use the bathroom or not, and when it is time. It sends a ping to your brain and says, hey, brain, find a bathroom. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> that is a sign that Jeremy has a hairy asshole. <laughs> or uh, it could be non-hairy. We don't know. Uh, he could wax his asshole. Or somebody else could. Or someone. He could have a wax. Or I could wax somebody else's. Yeah. Side. That should be my punishment. You should wax my asshole. <laughs> He's been trying. Um, <laughs> Please. <laughs> so your body... When the, you're not around a bathroom, will tighten up considerable amounts till you're able to get to one. In most cases, we will call okay. the, we will call the other cases Taco Bell cases. I know that I'm around a bathroom, but does my butt know that it's around a bathroom? Yes. Okay. Like your body will subconsciously know your asshole will send signals to your brain, and they will work in tandem. So, like my mind and my butt share the same brain. Yes. I do not think, therefore, I am not am. It's like you're, It's like a pig. You know how pigs are supposed to be the smartest animal? No. Your asshole is just as smart as your brain. Dolphins. Sure, dolphins. Blowholes are like an asshole. Blowholes are like an asshole, okay. yes. Connected it. 
did it. I'm so proud of you. But something very important to think about when pooping, especially nowadays, and I want you boys to take this very seriously, you should never poop for more than five minutes. You should never sit on the toilet for more than five minutes. My legs always fall asleep every time I poop. They do. Yeah. They get tingly. Your rectum and your anus work on a gravity system. So when you are releasing feces or whatever you are releasing, it could be feces, it could be water, depends on what you ate that day. Could um, be a used condo. <laughs> it, could, it, could be a, it could be a lot. It could be pork chops. Wink. Friday. Um, I swallow a handcuff key every Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's on a gravity flow system. But also blood rushes south as well, which blood rushing to those veins causes hemorrhoids. We will get into that well, later. But if you can get yourself an erection, you can avoid that. So poop with an erection? You poop with a boner? Isn't yeah. that a boner poops? common thing? Oh, you like to put it in the bowl? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it cleans the <laughs> But for now, before, <laughs> before we get into the horrible, bad, very not good things that can happen to your asshole, I went ahead and answered some questions that you guys had sent me that you were just too scared to ask. But since I was covering this topic, you felt comfortable and decided to send me your questions. Too scared to ask. Yeah, you were, you were, you were always too scared to ask these questions. Ask so, Jeremy, questions. I will answer your question first. And yes, the hair around your butthole does muffle your farts. So it is feasibly impossible to silence a fart if you do wax your asshole. Ah, so, sorry, Justin. Uh, so I do know this fact. Women do have smellier farts because of hormone. Estrogen. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Justin, and, and this is true, you wanted to know about this. On average, people do fart 13 to 21 times a day. That is at least four liters of gas that you fart a day. You're beating records every day. <laughs> I am. That's I, two, I, two liters I'm of a, gas. I've hit my quota. Thank What's your PR? Podcast. What's your PR? <laughs> <laughs> Um, another cool thing that you wanted to know about, Justin, your shit is literally 75% water. <laughs> so I, your shit, I, I call bullshit on that. Your shit is literally the equivalent of the amount of water that's on earth. So think of yourself, your Jesus complex is literally right. Like you shit earth. No. Yeah. No. Okay. It, Justin, is, his isn't 75%. It's 75% garlic. Yeah. No, that's the other 25%. No. I, Water and garlic. It doesn't eat itself. And, and, and fucking, uh, what's that? Apple cider vinegar and <laughs> <Yeah>. ginger. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> and all the other shit he eats when he says he's fasting. Um, Jeremy, <laughs> and this should put you at ease and make you a little bit more comfortable. On average, 10% of the people who do get ass implants are men. So... <laughs> Jeez. So that might that one came in through that the might help the chances with the ladies. You never know. You get that stuck in. All right, Justin. People have died from pooping too hard because <laughs> it does cause blood pressure to rise and it releases clots and gives some people aneurysms. So oh. be careful. Do you know that like when you fart and sneeze at the same time, your body takes a snapshot? <laughs> That's next, that's next level shit. All right. So we got those out of the way. I hope you guys, if you come up with any more before this is out, just let me know. I'll do my best to answer them. I'm, I'm brewing some questions. Um, oh, now, I can smell it from here. <laughs> now we're going to get into the not so pleasant stuff. 
all the bad things that can happen to your anus um, that we've had some fun talking and joking about the anus so far, but giggle. It's time to bring down the mood a little bit and talk about the dangers of having an ass. Now we won't cover all the issues of having an ass because that would take an ass load of time, <laughs> but we're going to talk about the common ones. So number one, hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids are swollen and inflamed veins that either around your asshole or inside your asshole. I had to check out a dude's hemorrhoid that I just met. Not the I not that I just met his hemorrhoid, but I just met him. Yeah. When I was in the military, like his ass was hurting, and he's like, "Do I got Do I got the hemorrhoid? I got the hemorrhoid." So he had to stand on a got chair. To, I'm like, Justin's like, "We're looking at a goddamn hemorrhoid." <laughs> I gotta here. Let me put the GoPro on my dick. We'll give you a, we'll give you an exam. Um, so hemorrhoids are caused by straining bowel movements. Like if you're really trying to force out that shit, uh-huh. if you're taking too long on the toilet, like we covered. If you lift too heavy of objects, you can force too much blood down into your those veins. Women who are pregnant from pushing too hard, they can cause themselves hemorrhoids. Or chronic diarrhea from all that pushing can cause hemorrhoids as well. Next thing, anal fissures. Yes. Any guess on what anal fissures are? They're things that hurt. They're kind of like cysts. No. I know Kevin from the office had them. Anal fissures are rips in your asshole. Ah, so makes sense. Anal uh, fissures are so many small things. splits or tears in the thin, moist tissue and lining of your lower rectum. Oh, so yeah, I've tears. had something like that. Um, I did do some lifting and I fractured my anus. Yeah, that's what you're calling it. That's lifting? why you don't lift with your anus. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lift with your arms. <laughs> it's a new expression to the term power bottom. <laughs> oh, but. Anal fissures are lack of blood flow to the area or too much tension on the sphincter that causes it to split. It's quite common in newborns, babies who try to try to poop too much, who haven't developed. Jeez. Uh, That was a good one. Um, (laughs) Your face when you did that. All right. Let's go back to Okay. There's one onorectal abscess. Abscess. <laughs> Sound it out. <laughs> Use your words. Anorectal abscess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there we go. That's a, col- a growth. I know a guy that's an anal. <laughs> anorectal. Which is initials. It's he's, a collection. anal professional. It's a collection of pus in the area of your anus. Should you try to pop it? Uh, no. Okay. What Where it is, it's, it's from blocked glands. Or infection of the anus from a fissure, but most commonly it's from asshole trauma or STD. Is there therapeutic? Yeah, there's salve you can rub in and on it. Like bag butter or whatever you call it. <laughs> bag, it, it could be bag butter. Bug. But Mix. M- mostly you can go and get it from your local. Sriracha. Yeah, definitely sriracha. But mostly you can go get it from your local Planned Parenthood if they still exist or go see your local physician. Next one is polyps and cancer. I'm not even going to touch them if you're interested. You can't say polyp while he's right here. (laughs) If you want to find out about polyps and cancer or if you've lost someone who has suffered from prostate or anus cancer or whatnot, please go to clevelandclinic.org. It is the best information that I came across about that kind of stuff. We are at that age where we should probably start thinking about going and getting our assholes checked. Like usually like (laughs) 35 to 50 is when you should start getting fingers in your butts. So 
<laughs> you can't do anything serious around this guy. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm keeping uh, the I'm keeping the crowd going. Yeah. And the other the the last one I want to talk about is anal fistula. Ooh. Anal fistula is a skin infection in the anus tunnel. Which anus tunnel? The the only anus tunnel. I thought we had two. No. Oh, sphincters. We had two yeah, sphincters. Yeah, two sphincters. I'm talking about the hole. so the anus tunnel it gets it gets an infection it gets like a boil in it um susan fun fact about the anal fistula king louis had an anal fistula removed after a long process in 1685 in france but in 1685 it was so popular to do things the king did the people of France decided they wanted to go out and get anal fistulas as well. It actually became an epidemic in France because so many p- French people went out and tried to get anal fistulas. This it doesn't became san- an epidemic in 1685. That's not sanitary at all. Yeah, it really wasn't. Uh. Uh, so now that we've talked about all the facts in the science about buttholes, we've covered your questions about buttholes. We've talked about all the nasty stuff about buttholes. I think it's time we talk about the the good parts about the buttholes. But before we talk about the good parts of the buttholes, I think it's only fair we give the opposition a second to give their views on buttholes. So if you'll indulge me for a second, the opposition has something they want to say about buttholes. God's going to put a cancer in the butthole. God's going to put a cancer in the butthole of every sodomite. Every sodomite's butthole will get cancer in the butthole. It'll burn and burn and burn. They won't be able to sit down because of the burning in their butthole. He can't sit down. He's got a burning in his butthole. He's got a fire. He's got a flame coming out of his butthole. God's going to have a flame coming out of your butthole. You're going to have a flame coming out of your butthole. If you thought that AIDS was bad, you ain't seen nothing yet. Until you see the flaming butthole, your butthole will be flaming and you will not be able to sit down until you have a flame coming out of your butthole and there'll be people walking around all over America with flames coming out of their butthole. And everyone who takes it up the rear, everyone who has a penis injected in his butthole, when that penis comes out, the flame will start burning because ain't nobody going to stick no penis in that flame. That flame will be an eternal flame coming out of the butthole of every satellite. Flame coming out of the butthole. Flame coming out of your butt. That man pulls that penis out of you. A flame is going to come out and nobody will ever stick a penis in your butthole again because it will be on fire. You ain't seen nothing till you see the flame coming out of T.D. Jake's butt. Ah, lightning bug. Got a flame coming out of his butt. And all flames shooting out of their behinds. You're going to see the power of God's flame of fire is going to come out that butthole. I love that. Put epi- that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I love that episode of Family Matters. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. So now that we've let the opposition speak on their views. Butthole. On the butthole. On the butthole. Praise Jesus. On the butthole. We're going to go over some facts about the fun part of the butthole. Eat the poo-poo. <laughs> We're going to talk about some anal sex. You know, the good part. T- talk about it. The good part about the anal sex. Never. <laughs> never tried it. So, well, then you should pay attention to this list because it will it will help you out a lot. This will illustrate a lot for you. This I think will, you will, this will fill you in. And anyone out there who hasn't 
partake in, in the anal sex? Don't say fill you in. Yeah. I, <laughs> or this, poor this, choice of words. This will give you information on stuff. Well, so I ain't putting nothing in no butthole. Point number one, it's no shock, but it's okay. It might hurt, but it shouldn't hurt hurt. Mm. But it's okay if it hurts a little bit. Especially that flame shoots Shoot out, out of that butt. But it's okay. If you inject a penis in your butt. But the, but the important thing is you and your partner know that it, it could hurt a little bit. Just make sure you both are understanding that it's something that could happen. Point number two, lube, 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 lube. There's never enough lube for the butthole. Unlike the vagina that creates its own lubricant, once it gets aroused, the butthole does not. Although it's also... It actually gets rid of lube with the fire coming out of that butthole. To use lube on the Lube is vagina. good. And uh, for more on that, let's get to our sponsor, MLM. <laughs> <laughs> he takes pictures of poops. I think Jeremy Lube Ash has hey, a nut. If I, if I wanted to start a lube lubricant brand, I would have the perfect name for it. Nice. Jeremy the Lube Ash. Um, ass. Ass, ass. But ass. yes, lube is your best friend when it comes to going in the back door the thicker the better because it lasts longer the lube or the <laughs> both okay um where's the bottle <laughs> number three you can in fact get off from anal sex it is possible girls the g-spot is still in play boys the prostate that's a thing you hit that shit well enough that's gonna pop off plus your main cash and prizes they're just sitting there you know go ahead Give yourself a twirl. Right now or? I, if you want to, uh, but they're not doing anything. Go ahead and touch them. No one's stopping you. Oh, I'm stopping myself. <laughs> Exit only. Number four, don't go in cold. Going in the butt, that's not something you just, hey, babe, roll over. I'm going to put it in your butt. No. Surprise butt sex? No. No such thing as surprise butt sex. Huh. This is one of those. You know, some foreplay is suggested. All right. You know, rub a nipple. Do you have to talk to it? Kiss a forehead. Pucker up to the butt. Rub the back of the knee. Hey there. <laughs> Little brown ring. Yeah. So make your moves. Get that. Get the moon moment all hot so they're nice and relaxed. Making moves. Making moves. Yeah. Making million dollar moves. Yeah. Number five. Always make anal your closer. Never ever asked a mouth. Never asked a mouth. Sometimes never you ask asked a, mouth. a vagine. Well, it depends on what you're recording. No, never asked a mouth. Always ask done. Huh. Start mouth, vagine, ass done. What or if just skip the ass part altogether? Some people like it. Eh. You just trying to say you've never been with a dude who liked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Right, I'm probably I'm with two dudes right now that love it. <laughs> STIs. I don't love it. It's just. It's why? just my turn. <laughs> why are your pants off and why are you sitting on the fan? <laughs> smell like up an open butthole in here. <laughs> STIs are much more common when it comes to anal sex. Special victims unit? Yes, special victims <laughs> interrogation <laughs> units. Uh, they're much more common with anal sex than vaginal sex. That's just common knowledge. So condoms are highly, highly suggested. Doesn't matter if you're male. Doesn't matter if you're female. Doesn't matter if you're using toys or your fingers. Condoms are highly suggested. You are working in a different area where fecal matter is or was present at some time. Can you impregnate yes. a butt? Yes. Okay. You can impregnate a butt, but not from the butt. You can impregnate a butt just from cross-contamination. Okay. 
because you're working literally an inch from a vagina. Sometimes people's butt and vagina is at least like a three-inch gooch. <laughs> well, if you're working with a three-inch gooch, you have less than a chance of someone who's working with a half-an-inch paradigm. All right. Since 2010, according to a survey, the rate of anal sex in kids 20 to 24 of men and women have risen 40%. So anal sex is much more common now than it used to be. I blame that on the media. That's asinine. <laughs> <laughs> no, ass of 40. Uh, and the most important fact about this, there is literally no difference between a male and a female's, female's asshole. asshole. So fuck it. <laughs> I, hope you've, I hope you've learned something Yeah. from my asshole topic. Thank you for this. I am not going to be going near an asshole, even if I, I never wanted to in the first place. But What's like your can, version? So it's, I can bring a lot of these sex. techniques home. Shit comes out of your asshole. I don't want, I'm not putting anything inside of someplace where shit came out of. That's where and duty. I'm not having anything go in mine either. Not even a finger. Nope. You, you you've, have never, no... you've never two in the pink, one in the stink. No. Why? I don't want to. What about a tongue? You never had no, a rusty, never rusty trombone? tongue-fucked somebody in no. the butt? No. You never got down there and been lapping and be like, oops. No. Got a I've heard a lot course. of people who are like, ass tastes good. I eat ass. And like so many people, like look at the, the dating profiles talking about how they eat ass. Is that just a joke or are I they just, ass. are they actually saying it? I've never once read a profile where they say they eat ass. I've seen many. What, what dating site are you on? All of them. The best experience of my life. Farmers.com. <laughs> Christian, Christian Mingle. Mingle. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> the best experience of my life was eating someone from behind, and my nose accidentally went in their butthole, and they clinched and said, got your nose. <laughs> it's mine now. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> not that you knows. <laughs> no, this is the best part of my body. That is definitely not an area I'm going to go down. <laughs> so you're saying... If a girl was like, I would like to have sex with you, but after a while I would like you to put it in my butt because I enjoy it, you wouldn't. No, oh, because I wouldn't enjoy it. How? It wouldn't be enjoyable for them. How do you know? It is I, enjoyable for them. No, because, How is it not because enjoyable? I'm going to be going, I'm going to be shrinking because it ain't going to be enjoyable for me. How do you know? You don't know. it's disgusting. I, yeah, I, I know. But once you get know. over that, like all the... Homosexual sex that I've had has all been non <laughs> non consensual, uh, but you still feel something from it. No, you no. do. No, well, I'm sure you do, but I'm not going to ever figure that out. You've just never been to enough truck stops, I guess. Sea uh, <laughs> bath. Our airports, though. bathrooms. Yeah, Denver's yeah. a Denver's a warm place when you want it to be. You put your foot over to the next stall. They know what's up. <laughs> You slide your shoe underneath, and if it comes back with a with a tech deck in it, you know it's time to fuck. <laughs> okay. I don't go to airports. Okay. <laughs> okay. All uh, right. Well, that was a fun one, boys. Yeah, that was that was a very interesting first uh, main topic for uh, 2020 deuce. Fire in the bottle. <laughs> deuce, 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 deuce. 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 All right. 2020, take two. In the butt. 2020? Two? Now he's doing it. Doing what? He's got his finger in his asshole now, too? God I have no it. problem. He said 2020 twice already, and I had to correct him on that, and I fucked up on it last time. 2022. Like- <laughs> 2020, part two. <laughs> yeah. 2022, the electric boogaloo. Boosh. What were you going to say, Lonnie? 
in my perspective, I don't know how to say it without sounding like a, an asshole towards you, but you are the last person that I would feel as a Mother Teresa. I don't even know what that means. Wait, but Mother Teresa was a, wanted to kill people. No, she didn't. Yeah, she took a lot of people's lives. Did she really? Yeah. Fuck good She was, her. I mean, Thank she's, you. Mother Teresa was trying to pull medicine away from people because she wanted them to die and then sir, go to heaven. Del- delve into the, explain a little bit more what, what you meant by that. Like. Do you mean like a Mandela? Like a prude. <laughs> oh. How am I a prude? You have such firm views on. You're like, la, 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 la. Yeah. You're very set and firm. I know enough about poop to know that I ain't going in where it comes out. But yeah, what, but, but what if they prepared themselves? What do you if they project had an your enema? Do you project your poop? No, I can't say it like that. <laughs> you don't project your poop on other people. That's the case. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> no, I don't. And if anybody goes near my butthole, they're gonna have a broken arm or finger or whatever they're trying to put in there. What if I'm not? It's a very toxic masculine aspect yeah. to take towards it. It is what it is. It's because you hate it's because gays. Is it because you watched too much John Wayne when you were growing up? <laughs> uh, Do you watch anal porn? No. No? Do I you? don't. Not really. I don't no. get the, I've never been one for the. Uh, I'm not much not for me. the gapping. Like, then they pull out and it's like, ah. It's like, ew. I, like, I'm pretty sure I saw a turd say peekaboo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're going to stick our pee pee back in. But I'm not. Push yeah, it back in. You know. This is probably maybe TMI. I'm weird about my porn. Like I'm really into like the first like forty to fifty five seconds of porn. That's all you need. And then I'm like, well, next, next, next. I feel like most of your searches are like tatted chicks. You're half right. Piercings, tatted tats and piercings. Yeah, the problem with tatted chick porn and like alternative and goth and punk porn, it's too aggressive. Like, there's a time when you want aggressive, like, beat the shit up. Ah! And then there's time when it's like, that's mean. Like, that's a human being. I'm okay with face fucking now and then, but when you can see, when you can see your mushroom head coming out of the back of her throat, like, Uh, 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 that's, uh, yeah, (laughs) there's only so much, (laughs) I can stand. It's like the snot is mixing with the spit. Yeah, yeah. She's turning red, her eyes are watering. Look at this beautiful young. You're like, young lady, are you okay? Beautiful young, this is my first porn. Oh, cool. You're going to get murdered by a I, dick. I don't, I don't agree with it either, but she agreed to do it. I understand. Do they have to have and that? She 100% knows what she's in for. Right. There's no question about that. But it's just the fact of as a viewer, I'm going in also knowing what she's in for. You're like, right. as I finished, I want to scroll to the end to see if she you know, discloses that oh, she consented to it. Oh, she's going to be fucking covered in snot. Yeah, she's like, I consented to this. Her, her makeup's running. There's, and sometime in the movie, you don't know why, but there's like six other loads on her. You're like, where do these fucking come from? <laughs> like, you just yeah. see a load come from the cameraman. <laughs> I, just, I just hate the sounds that the guys make when they're- Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, that, yeah. that breathing, like, oh, yeah. When they do that, that's what annoys there's, me. What's that one dude who- Who's always very vocal, like Manuel Uncut. He's always like, oh, that guy oh, who looks like oh. a, that guy who looks like a little kid. Not that. No, no, he's an older. I thought that was Manuel. Well, I think that one might be. Well, his name is Manuel or something like that. But the it's Manuel Uncut. I mean, he's a uncircumcised dude, and he always has like a. He looks like he's about to cry. He reminds me of like uh, uh Bateman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's another thing. And since we're getting on a porn topic. I don't mind Again. looking at uncircumcised dick when it comes to porn. Did we get off on porn? 
I don't mind <laughs> looking at uncircumcised dick when it comes to porn, but when it's so bad, like it's so far, there's like two handfuls of skin and then the head. Like that's like three turtlenecks. That's on. like, yeah, like you're way deep into that sleeping bag. Like it <laughs> just having to like fucking roll well, it down, it's roll like, it, roll I, it, roll that it. Can't, he can't, that's got to like take away sensation for I, and that's got to be disgusting to the female is like giving him a head and she goes down and like choking on the foreskin <laughs> e. it rolls uh, back yeah well, but that's on... like extra work oh man Imagine it like you ever ate a, a mozzarella stick and you bite in and you go to eat the cheese and the cheese goes down but the stick doesn't go down like I assume that's what it's like giving head to someone who's uncircumcised it is. Trust me. <laughs> oh. And when you pull it out, it just stretches like the cheese, too. <laughs> you got to pretend you like it. You're like, oh, these are great sticks. <laughs> Fluffer. Uh, oh, boy. Well, that's a picture that was painted in my head for this. Say thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, yeah, that was interesting. Uh, interesting topic there to end the show with. Yeah, um, this is what happens if, when you guys let me run the show. Unfortunately, and right back to the porn with uh, this song right here. I'm going to have to try to find what that one was again. Porn always comes around. Yeah. Does it? Sometimes. It depends on who's uh, in the coat hall. What is your preferred porn uh, website? Is it Pornhub? Um, lately, it's been Reddit, actually. Really? Yeah. Just because it's been my social media Like choice. Reddit 50-50? <laughs> no, no. Beheaded or getting headed? Uh, no, it, it probably is and will always be Pornhub just because it's so convenient. Yeah. X-Video. Or, or uh... X-Video has its own channel on anime, Pornhub. So. Anime clips. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm big into hentai. I'm more into like... Hoi, 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 do it. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I don't, I don't care much for the audio of porn, but like, if I can read it, like, I'm big into like reading my porn. The subtitles, I'm something not, with I'm a plot. I'm not going to fucking lie. Like, here's, reading my porn, I'm into that. I, I dig it. Here's a game for our listeners. If you're drinkers, every time we said the word porn tonight, take a drink. Porn. Porn, 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 porn. All right, take a seat. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We are the Boundless Pod Trap. You'll be able to listen to us every other month, every month, whatever you choose. We have a movie podcast as well. We covered the fucking greatest movie in the history of ever, Nightmare on Elm Street. Check it out. Um, Zazzle. I'm I'm sure it was all fucking great. It's 30, 30, the dirty 30. Um, Go to Zazzle.com, buy our shit. If you buy our shit, we can make more. Do I just cut we them can off? Make movies. <laughs> we love you. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Join us next time for more absurdity that only the guys from the Boundless Pot Trap can bring you. 